I look at my kids now. You know, for those who don't know, I'm not with the mother of my children, but we get along fine, yeah? We do now. I like the way he said that. It's all smooth. Go on. I was speaking to them about, I keep telling, speaking to them about their mum, that you've got to acknowledge your mum more than you do. I don't think you're doing enough. Mm. And perhaps I didn't do enough at that age as well. My dad wasn't telling me that I need to acknowledge my mum in it. Mm. But I'm doing that. You know, things like birthdays and just generally. So I must have said to them about three weeks ago, treat your mum with something small. It could be flowers or chocolates just to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait for Mother's Day, are you? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. do something. you got mm-hmm. money, yada, yada, yada. Just do something, you know what I mean? Oh, two and a half, three weeks later, have they done anything? I haven't. No. Yay. Standing in the way of what I dream for How could you ignore The ones that are voiceless Scream from the poor They only hear the score I do it for the underground kings That don't need more I'm kicking down your door If I wonder why you got a pocket full of green for It's all about the get back It's hard to give back While the politicians kick back They say I'm only brick rap Well that's the foundation of this mountain That I live at I can get you kidnapped Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects and giraffes. Come to Gaza! Because giraffes should get respect, you get me? For real though. Giraffes, elephants, all them big, big animals that have to move with all these little animals around them and don't murder them every five, five minutes. Respect them, innit? All right, sorry. Quick question. Mm. Do you know what a group of giraffes is called? No. It's called a tower. So they actually called them? They called them a tower. Mm. A collection of giraffes is called a tower. Is that so? A tower of Nobody giraffes. Knows. Imagine that, though. A tower of giraffes. Mm. You know? Well, I'm glad to know that somebody knows that. Um, it's smart, isn't it? Because, uh, again, I think that giraffes are not, those big, big animals that don't go around and eating every small animal around them. I have to give them respect, you know? Because they could t- potentially, if they wanted to, just be going around causing bear dramas. Well, no, they're vegetarian, isn't it? That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. That's the point. But it doesn't mean that you can't... Listen, there's plenty of vegetarians out here in, the, in this um, humanity streets just going around killing people. Uh, that's a good idea. We should actually check. But how many vegans and vegetarians are, are murderers? Are murderers. I'm pretty certain there's plenty. Just, I don't think that's... Um, maybe, actually. You, you might think that, actually, because... There's some people that will quite happily murder a human being, but will never touch an animal. Yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily something that's going to stop them from doing so. Um, yeah, but it's just something I never thought about before. That's mm. a nice little piece of data to have, I guess. Yeah. Somebody out there going to find that data for us because we're too lazy to find it ourselves. Anyway, who are you? I am Big Wahala. Uh, I was Big Wahala. You was Big Wahala. Yes. You done muted yourself. Yeah, that's what we Oh, we got the web slinger now. You know what I'm saying to you? All right, so I am Big Wahala. Mm-hmm. Shout out myself. Yeah. And I'm your host for today's uh, episode of ESN uh, about to say ESN Radio. ESN Radio. Do you know why? Because he lets me do like the ESN Radio beginning parts. Yeah. So I'm not used to doing it on the actual ESN, but yeah, I am your host today at Big Wahala on Insta at Big Wahala on Twitter. Was good people. Mm-hmm. Should, I, I know, should I do it again? Just to, to No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> 
Leave it all in there as well. I, leave don't, it I don't know why I keep messing up this thing with this thing. Leave it all One in One day there. I'm going to sit down and say to him, how do you set up all of the, the intro or whatever? Because I think he does it through a DJ. So he's got it all set up nicely and yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. I don't do it on my own the same way. But anyway, alongside me today, we are going to have Mr. Wolf at some point coming forward. But at the moment, i got my brother, your brother, everyone's brother, Simple Simon. More time, you have to look and give thanks. You have to be grateful for the things that have gone well for you in life. You have to be grateful for the small mercies that are bestowed upon you. Mm-hmm. Gaza. Psalms 127. Psalms 127. Except the Lord build the house, mm. they labor in vain that build it. Mm. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman watch it. But in vain. Thank you. It's just another day. See that. It's just another day. Oh. Thank you, Jamie. We go up this morning. Roll out the earth before me start yawning. Oh. Don't loan boss a kiss for me, darling. Tell her, say, honey, me, you're touching on the street. In the street, me see poor people balling. No juvenile diesel, yam from morning. Where the black woman future me oxen. Where the system a do fishing. No, big up the girl, them we fight it and one and a race to three. Pick me from them one. Where the man, they no man, no they one. Yes. That was a short excerpt from a poem by the Right Honourable Vibes Cartel, a.k.a. Adija Palmer. That one is called Thank You, Ja. And man's just feeling a bit of gratitude around here, you know what I mean? So I've ex- extended the love and, and gratitude and give thanks. And where he... Every time I hear Cartel, it's just like a waste, man. At Simple Sam FB on Twitter, I don't have Instagrams. Guys, I always say forever, Alliance at the Foundation. Bang, 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 bang. There's a lot of people that's out there that's wasted their, their, their opportunities, man. It's a shame. A lot, a lot of people. The thing about it is, right, have they wasted it? In a way, yeah. Well, he lived his life and got a piece of it. But I'm talking about, nah, he's in jail. Like, it's unnecessary. Like, this is at this point now, he could be at his peak. Yeah, but you, has, has his contribution ended or has his contribution changed? It's changed, but it's yeah. But I'm saying that he's he's he don't make a difference whether or not his contribution to the music is there. He's still in prison. No, I mean that's what I mean when I say contribution. I didn't mean just in music. I meant contribution as a whole because, to himself. No, I mean as a whole as as to to the the people that he impact. The people. I'm not talking about the people. That, I'm worrying about himself. Oh, about himself. Okay, cool. He's in jail. Him. He, he's the one that, regardless of whether or not he's feeding all his family, this, that, and the other, same way. Yeah. Mm. He himself is in jail, sitting down. Right, and un- un- unnecessarily, probably, unless the person was coming to kill him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, something that probably could have got squashed, something that probably could have got um, eradicated, is is now, you know, the man's in jail for it. Yeah. And it's like um. I was what was I watching? I was watching. Um, I don't know if you saw the latest uh, verses that happened with Three Six Mafia and um. Yeah, I heard there was a fight on there. Yeah, there was a fight on there. But um, I don't know what it is. All right, so we're from the UK, yeah. Mm. All the listeners out there were UK guys. Uh, if you don't know that already, then you know it now. We're all from the UK. We all live in the UK. We're from um, Africa and um, what Nigeria and Jamaica. Mm. All right, as a, as a collective. Mm. But um, but we but we born and raised in the UK at the moment, so. America has this big thing about somebody told you to suck their dick. It's like the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And I don't understand it. 
Like, I don't understand why it's such an important abuse. Like, so the, one of the guys said that to the other guy on the stage, and that's when it started to kick off, and he started throwing bottles and yada yada yada. And I'm hearing li- different conversations from Americans talking about, ah, oh, when you say that, you know, it's you know, it's on top. Anything can happen. What happens after that, you know, it's on you. And I'm thinking, like, maybe it's that that's the yeah version of your mum. I don't know. But I just don't get why it's such a big deal, like to say to tell somebody suck your dick. Like I don't like you, clearly you don't suck somebody's dick in it. You're not doing it. So what is it such a big deal for you to hear that? Why is that the trigger that's gonna make you go so mad that I'm gonna now like if I was if I was there and somebody told me something, I would just love it. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even acknowledge it. Mm. I don't know. I think <clears throat> I think what you find is um the the local culture determines what is kind of insulting and what is not yeah it's just a weird one for me like why is that such the biggest deal like there's so much things that people can say about you you say that though but when if you check it like even even over here in the uk mm. i don't know about so much now but when we were younger at school if you said your mum to someone you haven't even said anything else yeah that's what i just said is, is that their version of your mum but but why is that so i don't i don't entirely get why that because your mother's your mother isn't it yeah, but some, and that's meant to be the dearest person to you. Sometimes the man ain't even said nothing; he just said your mum. That's it. Yeah, but it's that's an insult, isn't it? But even then, but that's still again. Do you get it? Like, but man, it, man will fly off the handle about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's in like the, the same, same way. Level. In the same way, if he said your dad, you wouldn't fly off your handle. Yeah, people hearing your dad is like, I don't even know my dad most times. <laughs> like, yeah, but even if you did know your dad, you still don't. You still don't take the same level of offense because your mum is your mum. Your mum's meant to be your. The, let's be honest, yeah. As a man, yeah, the mm. person that you you cherish the most in life before you get maybe a wife or a child is gonna be your mum, innit? That's your. That's your. Oh, listen. Some as I said in the, one of the previous podcasts, right? Shout out to the police as they always say. Oh yeah. Um. One as I said in a previous podcast, I think Ben Rama. Ben Rama is a uh, a player that plays for West Ham United. Mm. He used to play for Brentford United. So I'm sorry we're getting into football chat, but it's only minor. And when he moved from Brentford, Brentford was in the first division, and he moved to West Ham, which was in the Premiership. One of the pictures that he popped was a picture of him him with his uh, shirt and his mum mm. like holding his mum. Mm. I think I saw another vi- picture of maybe with Chunks who might have got done like when he bought his house. You see a picture of him and his mum, yeah, right? Yeah. And somebody put underneath the Ben Rama one is that's all we care about. Yeah, mums. All we care about is looking after our mum. Yeah. And let's be real. Your dad's there. Yeah. But your dad should look after himself, innit? That's how people see it in a way. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I get you. I get you. So most men from a certain age until they get to maybe a bit older where they think a bit differently, all they care about is looking after themselves and looking after their mum. All right. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. That, what you were talking about, is definitely your observation from our era. Mm. Do you feel like modern children feel the same? Do you think that, you think that, that, that narrative is changing? Especially as no. we, especially as in society, we have uh, the narrative of, of, of a woman being, um, like, going out and working and doing all of the things that were typically previously a man's, seen as being a man's role no, to I do. I think it's more now, because when we was younger, or maybe not so much us, but maybe the generation above us and maybe a bit of our generation, the mums still had the dads there in certain capacities. So they were still looking after their mums. It then it started to be a case where it was only your mum there and she had to work all hours and yada, yada, yada to just keep you and your brothers and sisters afloat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but I'm saying that same mum mm. now, um, because of how things have moved on, she might be a boss. Yeah, so? So... 
your image of her is different now because before she was working maybe two or three jobs to, mm. to make it all That's good for you. That's still your mum, bro. But now she's like working maybe one job and she's like doing doing it. So you don't have the same... Yeah, but she's doing it, doing it. Maybe she's not... She's doing it, doing it and she she has to work still an extreme amount of hours and continue to do it. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that, that struggle is different, but it's the same struggle. Yeah, I feel like the, the different struggle makes you feel differently about the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that. I don't think do you, that. Do you I see where I'm coming from? I though? can see where you're coming from, but I still think that it don't make a difference. I think it's just in the heart of a man that that's your mum. Fair enough. Your mummy's boy, isn't it? That's what they call us, isn't it? You, you, everyone's like to cuss you. Oh, your mummy's boy, blah, blah, blah. You care about your mum. We, we, we will forever care. Let's, let me just tell you this all now, yeah? We will forever care about our mums. Regardless of whatever thing you upsets you about or this, that, and the other, there's many a times that we'll take your side against any arguments or we, we, we'll do that. No problem at all. But this this notion that I see sometimes where people go and like to say it's a bad thing for men to care about their mums when they're older, it doesn't make sense to me. No, it's not. It's not. It, it doesn't make sense. And I think that dad should care the same way about their daughters as well. No, so, but that, the, what, no, the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is because I feel like um, a lot has a lot has changed in our like we are at a transitional point now in society and the way we interact with each other because we've come from our era is one that was heavily patriarchal, heavily male orientated, misogyny even if you like. Then the the generation before us, where our our parents' generation was definitely misogyny. Yeah, but and you know, and, and now this generation that's coming up underneath us, like the the fight of misogyny is at such a high point now as compared to when we were younger. That I feel like the the narrative might be changing. No, because the narrative still lands on strong black women, isn't it? <laughs> Regardless of whether or not you're a boss or you're working free jobs or whatever, that narrative still weighs as it is. And that's how they're still being seen. So you could be a boss, you could be somebody working a cleaning job, a catering job, or whatever, all throughout the day. You're still going to be labelled in that same strong black woman um, bracket. So I don't really think that the, the changes be made in the in the minds of the masses. They're still going to be looked at in that way, and it's still always going to be about mumsy. Fair enough. I don't matter. You, the first person that you want to make proud, if you don't have your, if you're not a person with a dad in your life, because again, men when it when it does get to a point where you're older. I'm speaking for me and I'm not speaking for everyone, but it does get to a point that you do want to, you do want your dad to be proud of you. You want your mom to be proud of you as well. But if you, a person that's been with your dad all that time, yeah, your dad's the person that you, you know, you want to go and show your dad that I've made it as well. Same way that like you have, mm. blah, 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 blah. But when it comes to looking after though, you're always going to want to look after your mom. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You want to impress your dad, you want to look after your mom. That's how I see a lot of people's perception. You wouldn't impress your mom as well, but I, if, no, if your dad's you, there yeah, and your dad's especially been a successful person, yeah, you, you want to show him that I can do it as well. Yeah. He's an ego thing, isn't it? But you always want to make sure that you look after your mom. It's, you say it's an ego thing, but also there's another side of it as well. It's like, if we're being honest, um, we, we achieve because, uh, at one point of our life, we achieve because you need to. Then you achieve because it's the damn thing to do. But then equally, you achieve so that the people that are coming behind you have a better chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was so, having a so so when you sorry when you're looking this comparison that you're talking about with you do with your father is to say okay you gave me the better chance and this is the result that I was able to push out of it. So it is ego and a pride thing as well. But there's a there's an element of also making them realize the, whether they were successful or not. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, their their success sorry their success reflects on you as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was actually having this conversation with uh, one of our boys the other day. He was talking about um, in fact this conversation that will be good to have. And when Mister Wolf comes in, hopefully we'll be continuing the conversation because there'll be something that he will be able to speak about as well. Mm. Right. So 
your dad's in his 60s yet? Not yet, not yet. Not yet. So yeah. he's in his 50s, yeah? yeah? So, But he's not retired or anything. No, yet. no, no, no. So he's continuing to work. So maybe this is not so much him, but it's him yeah. in a way, right? So my dad's in his 70, 75 now, yeah? Yeah. And the guy I was talking to is probably in his late 60s, going on maybe 70, and he's not, also retired, not, not working. Yeah. And we was talking about the... Um, how about he, so the person I'm talking about is Asian, not yeah. not black. Yeah. So just so you have an understanding, those are talking about different ethnic ethnic cultures now. Ethnics. And we were saying we were talking about this this thing about um, our parents and especially our fathers and mothers, but we were talking about our dads at the time because that's that's what we were talking about. Yeah. All they know is work. Yeah. They work, 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 yeah. work, 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 work. When they stop work, they don't have any hobbies. Yep. Like no hobbies at all, like nothing. Yep. Like I always like when I talk to these white, some white people, they'll tell me that their dad does this, or he goes to the pub, or he does this, or but, you know, he has something that he does. Yeah. That is not necessarily linked to the whole family. Yeah. And it's something that he can do, like when he's older. So, like one of my um, guys says to me, oh, his granddad's he's almost ninety. He said he, like he goes to the butchers. He does this. He does, like he has things that he does. does keeps his day. That is that is seen to be like his hobby things. Or like he does gardening, yeah. or he likes to go and check on this that he's got something right yeah yeah and i find that a lot of the time because um ethnic parents are so focused on making sure that their kids are all right yeah. make your buddy blah 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 when it gets to a point now that it gets to retirement age they don't really have any hobbies they don't go to the pub so much there's yeah other, let me put this i know there's people that they have parents that go to the pub let me not say that all black people don't go to the pub because clearly there's people that do yeah but it's not something that we say as a hobby we don't say that when we retire now what is like they already know what they're going to do. Some of them have, have unfortunately had enough money that they can maybe go and do holidays and stuff mm. as a family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I find that a lot of the time, especially the older men, they just don't have anything that they call like a hobby. It's true. Like they don't have gardening. They don't have, you know, something that they do that is theirs that they say, you know what, I'm going to go and do this thing. Like even sometimes you can say with the, with the women, they may, they may um, do stuff like go to the hairdresser still. Like something. Something that, that is keeps like, them in the social yeah, circle. Yeah, keeps them socially aware of other people. I find that when men get older, they start to lose more and more friends as well. Yeah. Like it's not not in a bad way, but they're just like, uh, they become more antisocial. Yeah. Like they feel like, oh, I can't be bothered to speak to this it's person. Less, yeah, it's less likely yeah, it's to. Like, oh, I can't be, I don't want to go out and get into the hair or there. It's like, it's like it slows down to the point where it's like you know what I'm just happy to be in my house yeah and yeah. I don't want to do anything yeah but I've then that, that just seems to like almost kill them do you yeah. know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a slow death because you, you're so active at all, this, all these years that I know you want rest but your body needs something your brain needs some stimulation yeah you need that interaction you need that Um, that's what they call the human condition isn't it mm. you, like we're sociable creatures within the animal kingdom there's loads of them but we are one of those and we don't appreciate how much the sociable aspect of our our makeup is how important it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We say your water seventy percent of your body is water, and your largest organ is your skin. But we don't take into account that um, a very integral part of our our existence is our social aspect. Yeah. Whether it be with family, whether it be with a friend social circle, so. Yeah, the, the observation's a good one about not having the hobbies because as you're saying it, I'm thinking about my pops and I'm thinking, okay, like, yeah, what does he do as a hobby? And he doesn't really have one. He Rock TV. He watches rock TV. That's his... Yeah. That's his... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My, and my, it's very solitudial kind of thing. It's not... Yeah, some of them have the dreams of going back home. 
And then yeah. when they actually reach the time where they can go back home, suddenly they make the decision they're not going. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a couple of people like that. One of my uncles I was saying to my to my um because I spoke to my dad, I actually spoke to my dad about this. Like, you haven't got any hobbies, you don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I don't want to, he's like, he was telling me basically, I'm I'm happy, uh, you know, I don't want, I'm just happy to stay at home. I don't really want to do anything like those types of things. He does talk sometimes about wanting to do computer school, but he's done that already. And mm. I've always said to him, what does computer school mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean by computer school? I want to do computer. And he wants to learn how to use his phone and all yeah. this type of stuff. I said, okay, that's fine. But, uh, um, Obviously now again that's gonna be in the house because there's not really yeah he doesn't have to go, go out. outside and yeah. all stuff like that. And yeah, I'm yeah. saying you need to. He did go to like a class, but that was when he was a lot, a lot longer than he is now. He felt him and my mum both went to a computer class when he was younger. The, the thing about it is yeah, what, what happens is is because they've spent a long part of their life doing this sociable thing. Sometimes when they get to this advert stage of their life, they'll look at the they'll they'll amplify the negative part of those social things like. Those people that um, don't have any uh, um, personal or social awareness, so they talk loud, they stand too close, and whatever, and they will amplify those, and they will tell you, "I don't want to get into new people. I don't want to have to, you know, what I'm saying, deal with." Because I've had that kind of conversation with my dad. Like, oh, it's just you got all these people that you don't know from a long time ago. Mm. You got to meet them. They're gonna have their funny ways about them. You're gonna have no idea. You're gonna spend all time like trying to figure that out. Man might diss you and don't realise they're dissing you. Then you got to explain that he's, you got me like, it's like, yeah, yeah. So he's, but it's just, he made it sound like a whole, like a ho- like a hindrance. Yeah, exactly. But then uh, again, the they also got ready made new people because they got grandchildren and people that keep coming into their lives and giving them extra, you know, things to talk about and, and more people that they can tell the stories to that they've told to everyone else. True. But, I just think to myself, like, don't you have any, like, you need to have hobbies because it keeps you, it keeps you motivated. It keeps you wanting to do something for your day. But the thing about it is you have to then take a look at their, their youth or the, or the age at the time where they could have had these hobbies. Mm. And what you will find, because I know my dad used to, they would tell you about table tennis. Like my dad used to play table yeah, yeah. tennis. All Nigerian blacks used to play table tennis. I don't know what it is. Every dad had table tennis. Table tennis. So I think that's their sport there. That's what I'm saying to you. So then imagine that they've come from that country where maybe there might have been more social aspects. There's clubs there as well. Yeah, exactly. And then they've come over here where table tennis isn't as big. So there's no clubs here. No one established any clubs here. No, when I'm talking about clubs, I mean, they've got like clubs. Yeah, like people are part of this club or yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, So in, let me say that. So let me um, be very clear. I'm talking about the UK because back home, I know that all these old people are part of all of these societies, yeah. that, this and the other. But when they get here, it's like there's this church. And that's work, it. Yeah. I don't. That's it. Like I don't. And, you, and don't underestimate how much of the club aspect happens in church because a lot of these chirps are doing, churches are doing dynamic stuff as mm. well. So like I think one of my aunts probably has something church orientated at least three to four days of the week. That's like my mother-in-law. She has a lot of church groups. Yeah. So she fun- her, her thing is church groups. But again, who are we talking about? Yeah. Women. Okay, so yeah. the 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 the, the auntie that was there when the uncle did he used to be involved in all these church groups? Uh yeah, he was on he was involved in the okay. church groups as well. So they were both in the church. Oh, okay. Uncle died unfortunately, mm. but my aunt still does the church, church groups because she does the church groups. Yeah. Um you're right, the women in the family, if they're in church, they do church groups. Um who else is there? My mum spends money she doesn't have. That's her hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, that's a good hobby to have. Oh, you were, you got what I'm saying? I love it. So, yeah. Um, but your mom's not that old either. Your yeah, mom's not, not. Your mom's still going to work. Yeah. When she stops going to work. So your grandma, what does she do? Not, my, the, not, not the oldest old grandma. Uh, my old grandma, she's still, again, in church. Mm. Um, the other grandma, uh, what does she do? 
She has her things that she does. She them not talk to their friends as well. Mm. Like you know, what I'm saying to you. They, yeah, exactly. They have like a social. Yeah, circle. they they still have a social circle. They talk to their friends. So what did your granddad do? My granddad, a lot of his friends have died. That's the problem. So a lot of his friends over here has died. But um, he used to go pub. He stopped drinking, so he don't go pub no more. Mm. Uh, he used to go bookies. Again, that bookies was his social circle. Mm. Um, none, of these, none of these things are, 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 I call them hobbies though they're, and they're not all positive either the, no, it's <laughs> so not, you can lose money and you can uh, drink, drink away your sorrows yeah so he don't drink no more so he doesn't go pub anymore but um, the bookies he still goes bookies but it's like uh, I think he does horses uh, horses and dogs but it's not he's not um, it, it is for the social element more than okay. anything else so he's not going to spend more than a fiver in there mm. at any one time but mm. It's like the social element because that's where he, all know, these people are. He's all these people are. So he still does that. But you're right. Outside of that, there isn't not that I know of anyway. There isn't any kind of official. It's a shame. It I, is a shame. I, I, I don't know. But I, then that being said, then what what were your what your hobbies going to be? But this is what I'm saying. Are we going to be doing this podcast until we're eighty? Are we going to be doing this in our sixties? So you consider this one to be the hobby? I think this is a hobby. I don't think it as um. Well, we don't get paid for it, do we? You're right. But I'm saying, um. Yeah, it could be a thing that you do or it could be a hobby. Like you were saying, like something that they do for themselves, isn't it? Well, we play football every week. That's my hobby. Yeah, but then how long can we keep that up for? Are we going to be playing football at 60? Yeah, why not? Goddamn photos. That's what you see. When you look in the in the, in the the place that we play, you see the posters talking about old people playing football still. True. It's something for you to do. It's true. Like, I don't see any problem with 60-year-olds uh, going around to have a kickabout. Yeah. You're all 60 at the time, isn't it? So it's not like one person's going to be sprinting past the rest of you. I'll you know be sprinting mean? past the rest of you. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can still do it. It's not a case that you can't do this or you can switch up the sport. So as I said, I was saying, my uncle, he plays cricket. Now He used to be a footballer. He loves football. He loves football. Loves it. Obsessed with it. Yeah. But now he plays cricket. Yeah. He plays... Um, what other things? He said he does table tennis now yeah, as well. So because yeah. one of my other uncles is, he used to play for England, yeah. table tennis. So he's he's now got a table tennis club. So that uncle now has joined that club. Yeah. Um, what other things he does? I think he does badminton as well. He does quite a few things. He's in his sixties. Yeah. If my body allows it, I'm playing golf. You know. Yeah. That's another thing. That is the one thing I said a lot of white men do when yeah. they're older. Yeah. They just start playing golf. Yeah. And again, I say to myself, like, where is the the? And I know there's black people that play golf. Brian Lara plays golf. You know? No, there's a lot of black people that we know that play, play golf. golf. Yeah. But do they play with other black people? That's a good point. But like, then, can as they? A, as a, why not? Are there any? Are there enough? Yeah, of course. There's enough of, of people our age. Like I always say, and I, this is the thing I can't complain because I always say I'm going to do this. We should do that, and I always say we should go and play golf. Because it's something that people our age should be doing. Mm. Like, or, or I'm not say should be doing, but are doing. Age appropriate. And you, and um, playing golf is not just a, a social thing. Yeah, again, that can help it's, you in business, business ways, in, in multiple ways. We are doing but business. we know a lot of people that probably play golf, but they don't necessarily play golf with a group of black people. They might have a, uh, there might be a couple of them in a group of white guys mm. or, or even other races or whatever. But I don't know of a... And, if there is a collective of black people out there playing golf, shout you out because I just don't know. I don't know of them in my circle. Fair. I know I know people that play golf in my circle and they ain't playing with other black people. That makes sense. Do you think that there's any element of that we don't want the blacks to come and embarrass us or is no, it just not? It's, it's just, just not. It's just not because it's such an expensive sport. Yeah. I true. think sometimes people over um, overplay that people can't afford it. Yeah. Because you need to buy the clubs. You need yeah. to have all of this done and then you need to become a member of the club. So you, yeah, you have to be able to, be, you have to be able to become a member as well yeah. some, some clubs are a bit funny yeah then it's a case of you need to then take time off to go to like a lot of the guys I know that play golf they go to like retreats like I'm going to the weekend to go and play golf with my friends or they're saying you know what um, I'm going to take some people take the day off work I'm gonna, um, we're just going to go and play golf a round of golf 
Wow. So it's important to them. Yeah. And I just don't think that we have that same importance as black people when it comes to golf. I just don't, I don't think it's one of our things. Yeah. But okay. it's something that we, at our age, is age appropriate because, you, you know, you do need to be in physical condition to do yeah, it. Yeah. But you don't need to be sprinting up and down either. Yeah, yeah it's true. So it, it, it's one of those things here. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, golf might be something. If my body allows it, because after I finish wrecking it with football, I don't know if it's going to allow me. I don't know how we're going to be when we're in our 60s. That's what I mean. Our knees are going to be fit. Gonna be like, I, I feel like I'm gonna be walking like Ian Wright. You know, like how Ian Wright does. Have you seen how Ian Wright walk? No. Yeah. He, watch his the, the the gate of his walk. You'll see that it's not straight. It's not straight at all. <laughs> the but, gate, you know. Get up. Yeah, the gate of his walk, boy. You'll see it. The cadence is mad. So yeah, that's what I think. I don't know what we'll walk like, but yeah, if I'm if my body allows it, definitely you want to swing to golf and things. See what can happen. You mm, get me? Mm, mm. I don't know, man. But we need to find some hobbies for us as as older black men. Mr. Wolf is is about to sit down and get up. We'll ask him whether or not his his um dad does hobbies because his dad's around the same ages, yeah, even true, older true. than our dad. True, but, true, true. But he, he, we will see whether or not he's got. You hobbies. never know when man get to sixty five and that my lenging girl might be the hobby. No, I'm joking. What am I do? What am I try? <laughs> I don't know if I can try that. Simon, one. come breed me. <laughs> But if you're still breathing at 65, boy, you've, you've got your good vitamin C. Bruv. And zinc. <laughs> man said vitamin C and zinc, you know. Ah, man. Yeah, yeah. boy. You're out here doing the Gingus blood. Yeah, it's not, it's not the, it's, that's not really the done thing, really. It's not even the Gingus, it's the Johnson. The Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> no, let's, let's call it what it is. Let's, let's give Boris Johnson his props, boy. He's out here just. How old is Boris Johnson? He's not that old, though. He's, he's not, not that old, he's but. Must be in his late, he must be our early 50s. About early 50s, isn't it? What, you see him not getting somebody else pregnant again before time? I don't know. Yeah? Before he clocks out. I feel I feel like he would just do it because he feels like it's necessary. I don't know. He's wayward like that. He is. Mr. Wolf is joining us in the building. Well, go on. Let me unmute. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, go on. In the middle there. What's yeah. going on? Mr. Wolf. What's up, man? You good? I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Hold on, let me, let me play your intro thing because I've... Because I've Got it somewhere. <laughs> Man's got you teed up and that. Have I got him? I haven't got him teed up. You but. sound Chris still. Yeah, I think um, I always sound Chris. All right, cool. Uh, shout out, brother. Mr. Wolf. What's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on? All right, so he, how is everybody? We are good, man. We're good. So we're having a conversation. We're I'm good, happy man. to be here. Good, 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 good. How are you? You good? Yeah, I am. I am. Spent um. The last maybe eight nine hours recovering. I heard. I heard that. I, somebody already told me that he, he you was most likely gonna be struggling to get here today. <laughs> that is the reason I was struggling. I, I'd, I'd done something which I won't do again in a long time, probably <laughs> ever. Is it? Yeah. I, I, I went out to our work Christmas party mm. and told myself that I would leave by about one o'clock. But I stayed near the end. In fact, I stayed until the end. Yeah, to the very end. And then um, I got a lift home and jumped in a shower and went to work. Yeah, he said he said he's going to be struggling. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Or then I'm going to go back to the question we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. What's the level of a uh, of, uh, woman in your, your um, establishment? Um, in terms of quality or number? Quality. 
His quality is the important factor in it. Um, I think that there's a high level at mm. the moment. We did, we did this. We did believe that. Yes, yes. I think, yeah. At the, well, at the moment, so there must have been shifts in. <laughs> nah, because when seasons. I, I started uh, working for the company, um, my son's going to be 18 in the company next week. Yeah, no. Full adult I have as a child, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I started working there when he was about, I think maybe about two or a year and a half or something like that. So yeah, I've been with the company for about 16 plus years. I have um, been at, in the company. Yeah. And um, at the beginning or during those times for the first, say, seven, eight, nine years, Boy, there was nothing that going there, on. There was just mandem, mm. just pop like mandem, just like you and me, and you know the older generation and then, of ethnics, and then, and then the odd white uh, uh, folk who was from our um, community. I yeah, would say. yeah, and then all of a sudden, that affirmative action happened, and then boom. Yeah, yeah. I think you know the media and the papers got wind of how much we got paid. I think. And yeah, that, yeah, and that made opportunities, and that, and that was it. Because what what you saw was um, your posh boy from up north or you know certain areas of London, Farquhar, yeah, Gilbert, and all these guys who'd never really interacted with blacks and ethnics before. Mm-hmm. You know, who were hungry for the job, man, and and they ended up getting it. So. And then at the same time, you had women mm. who weren't, um, who didn't have a high uh, percentage or high number in the company. Black women as well, and yeah, to say young women as well. And Boko. yeah, man, yeah, and, and mm. it's, it's a high number mm-hmm. of uh, black women there now, and the quality of the women is is there. I it's good. Lie. All yeah. right, all right. We just wanted to acknowledge that. Mm. All right. So, um, what we was talking about before you got here. I was saying that um, I was talking to one of my boys about hobbies regarding our, our, our fathers and that when they get to a certain age they just don't have any hobbies so we work 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 a queen a queen and um, once they finish they get retired they have no hobbies and we're saying that some of these people from other uh, the person I'm talking to was is Asian so I was saying we were talking about ethnic that's Work, work, work. So then, man, they. So let's say them. Let's use a stereotype. So let's say that the, the, those ethnics that own a like the Asians that's been there for years and own a shop. All they do is work in that shop for all their their years, yada yada yada. And then maybe when they turn seventy, they might decide to let their child take over. And then after that, what do they do? Not a damn thing. And one of the reasons why I'm using that stereotype is because the person that I'm talking about actually did have that. So it wasn't a case of uh, blah blah blah. But that was the case. They own the shop. They they worked in the shop. After they finish working the shop, they work for something else again. And then now that they're retired, they've got no hobbies. Mm. So I was saying that my dad don't have any hobbies really, nothing really that we can call a hobby. Simple saying that his dad, who's not retired yet, he doesn't see him for hobbies as of yet, cause he, but he's still working. So you never know what would happen when he does stop working. But your dad, I believe, has stopped working. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. retired now. Does mm-hmm. he have any hobbies? Mm, not that I know of. And I touched on... The idea of having a proper dialogue with my parents or our generation of parents, maybe you and I, uh, Big Ohala, maybe not so Simple Simon. I think Simple Simon's dad's a little bit younger. Um, yeah, a lot younger, bro. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't speak to my parents like that. 
simple fact. And when some things have come up, my dad may say something and I'm like, rah. And he'll be like, I told you that. No, you didn't. Like, you he, don't. He thought that he told you. Yeah, you don't tell us anything. Funk you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you not tell me that wolf? <laughs> something like that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, he may have had a hobby, but then you've got to think about the whole idea of what their, not remit, but what their agenda and what their plan was coming over here. The plan That's what I said, isn't it? initially was to come, make money, support the family back home and maybe go back home. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, get me? Yeah. That every, they all had the dream or, of maybe going back home. Or... And it changed. The same thing and stay. Mm. But the idea was to make enough money to support my family over here, which was going to be better. They'll have better opportunities. Mm. You get me? Better opportunities and a better line that I had as a youngster. So their focus was different. So I, I haven't spoke to my dad or my parents about hobbies but I will assume and I'll come back next week and say that uh, they didn't have no time for hobbies buff. I'm talking about now when they do have time mm. yeah so it's the idea okay, that okay so now they're retired yeah. and they could now do their hobby. yeah what, what would they do I bet your mum still does stuff yeah my mum's still quite active in the church mainly you know like but you know he's he is but you know he's he's a little slower now and you know so he's he just likes to chill and watch sports now um so maybe sports is 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 his thing without being without affecting him on the physical aspect um but you know these uh women of our or mothers and grandmothers of our generation they have these communities mm. you know these women groups this is see, this do, is do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's amazing. These 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 groups, and it may not necessarily be a uh, uh, a religious one. It could be just one mm. of a certain community back home. So I know that one of my aunties has a community um, from a state that she was from, and mm. all of her people are from the state yeah, or from yeah. the surrounding mm. areas, or their husbands mm. are from that state or whatever. So they have these communities and they do little things, family gatherings and what have you. And, and it, it, it is really good because, you know, um, no one's lonely. Yeah. You but, get me? But this is what I'm saying. There's a very difference between, I don't know about your parents, but between my mum and my dad. My dad seems to just don't want to involve himself with anyone anymore, apart from his children, his grandchildren. Yep. It sounds like you. That's what I said. <laughs> I just said that. I said, you turn me to you. Like, I'm turning to you. Uh, but, uh, and, but he doesn't necessarily want to go out with his friends anymore. He doesn't really want to call. He's just like, it's very, I just want to be at my house. I don't want any stress. Leave me alone. Bring a, bring grandkids grand here so I can see them. And you, so I can talk, so I can have somebody else to talk to you apart from the, my wife. Because when the only two that is here, we need somebody else to talk to. So come and see us type thing, yeah? But my mum, she, as I said, before uh, all the stuff closed down, because of um, situations like COVID and whatever, my mum used to go to a, a group twice a week where she used to go and see her friends do sewing do exercise they used to work in like a charity shop together before she was doing that she was going sauna and steam and swimming every week Raw. do you know what I mean she was doing stuff every week so basically you're your dad and Stavos is his mum in a way <laughs> <laughs> because yesterday like Stavos was there no, for, no, no reason for Stavos to be there so you know for those that don't know me and Stavos work in the same establishment and um, he basically said in a nutshell I did not come for this I came for the afters <laughs> the social 
after the event, yeah. which we know back in the day, when you go raving, it's what happened after was just as good, if not better. You know what I mean? And it was just unfortunate that I couldn't, and, no, <laughs> could and nobody else could. Yeah. You know what I mean? I heard, I heard, I heard. And you end up, you end up rolling together. But my, my mom wasn't out all the time, but she had activities that she yeah. did with people. Yeah. She and wanted um, to be around people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy company. Because she never, she didn't work. She was looking after us. So I suppose after we got to being old, like, what she, was she doing? <laughs> Does that mean she's not going to work again? Because she was in a, probably in her late 50s at that time now. So no one's really checking for late 50s to start working. So mm. she just started doing activities and she didn't have to work, I suppose. So she just started doing activities. But I just see, like, there's, we was just talking about, like, we don't know any, like, black dads. And why white dads seem to have stuff that they do still. And I'm, simple something brought up golf. Like, golf, golf. is something that we that we sh- we could start Gardening. Living. Yeah, gardening. You know, that's a, that's a allotments gardening, and things allotments, like that. Pubs, this, that, and the other social settings that they go to as some form of thing. It's just that we don't seem to have that in, in ethnic communities because we're just so focused on making money. Mm. And then after that, it's like we're meant to make money and then go home. Or, but, yeah, money and support. All right, let me ask you two a question. And we're going up, still going on this 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 topic. We're 40 minutes in, by the way. It's, mm. mad, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you think that your parents are happy with what they've accomplished with you guys? Do you think that they're okay? Do you think that they can... If somebody asks them the question that's not one of you guys, they say, are you happy with what you've done with us like uh, as children? Do you think that they'll be okay? Or do you think that they will be, I think I could have done this more, I could have done that more. Oh, 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 so you mean from their point of view? So someone from says, their are, point you, are you proud of what you've done with what your you've children? Achieved. Yeah, with what you've achieved and, and how your children have turned out or just what you've achieved with yeah. the children? With the ch- just children, the children, more anything else. No, don't worry about them. Yeah. But, what you've achieved with the children. Okay. Do you think that they'll be okay? Um, You're the only child, right? No. How many? One. Other. Uh, yeah, one, one, other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, one other. Um, I feel like, because I feel like my, I've heard my dad say that he's proud of the way I've turned out. But mm. that's not about what he's done. That's about what I've done. But what you've done is going to come almost as a directive of some stuff that he's done. Fair enough. But then only if it's positive though, because if I turned out to be a murderer, would, would, he, would he claim it? Would he have to claim it? <laughs> um, yeah. So in that respect, um, I know that he's said that he's like quite proud of the way I've turned out and what have you. And he's quite happy with the way I've turned out and done the best that he could. Mm. Um but obviously with that kind of thing, he also appreciates that just because I turned out all right, he could have done exactly the same something with somebody else and they didn't. Mm. So, I suppose so. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he talks about if he could have done more, but then he's also said that he's the type of person that he really believes that if he had to do it all over again, he probably would do it the same way he's done it now because he thought he was doing the right thing. thing at the time. Yeah. Which is a lot of the time people don't, don't take into consideration, you know? Yeah. Mm. So what do you think about your parents? Mm, I think that they will be quite uh, critical on their uh, on what they've done. Mm. Yeah, you know, I think that they would maybe have tried to do certain things differently. Okay, you know, if they were given the opportunity, uh, the opportunity to turn back the hands of time and what have you, you know. But in a nutshell, I can't. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no perfect, and there's no. Um, blueprint everything is different for each individual child let alone each family i mean so where there are maybe areas that they could have done but there's areas that they've done so well in that 
It brings up the average. It, it's, it's what I'm saying. Like, I could have turned out to be X, Y, and Z, but because of the discipline in the house, it was not even a consideration or a factor. There's people around me in the same block that didn't really have that, I don't know, that motherly type attention. Mm. You get me? Uh, there's people that I grew up with that never had that attention from their mothers. You get me? And people talk about the fathers. Yes, it's important that the fathers back in those days provided and that were there. But if you ain't got the attention from your mother and you got to understand that our mothers were put in a position where they had to uh, study maybe and work and barely have any attention to give. But my mum always found, found time for us, took us to Brighton and Bournemouth and, you know, did different things outside of the house, let alone the attention in the house. So I think that the attention that she gave us helped us to have a level of uh, equilibrium, that word that I like, mm. you know what I mean? And I've, 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 I've seen many a family or many a child who didn't have that attention from either parent, it might be the mother or the father that they needed it from. And, you know, the balance is not there. It's, it's funny that he, he kind of touched on the first, very first thing yeah, we, we talked about, about, that, yeah, about mums, mums and that. that. Yeah, so. mm. Cause we talked about mums and how mums are important because we always want to make sure that our mums are all right. Mm. And, but we did also say that they, we were saying that they, he was well, simple saying, do you think that the, the, the younger guys have the same notion of their mum that, that we did? Like his mom, that mum's most beautiful end on. I'm like, of course they do. But it's like, but mums are a bit different now. You know, some of them are bosses, some of them are, you know, not having to work four jobs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying, but the time is still, it's still much, just as much time working one job as a boss than it might be working the three different jobs. You may still be there late. You may still be, and they still have to try and find time for their children. So almost between the two of us, we kind of said exactly what you were just saying a minute ago. So mm. it shows that it's important. Uh, I look at my kids now, you know, for those who don't know, I'm not with the mother of my children, but we get along fine. Yeah, we do now. I like the way you said that. It's all smooth. Go on. I was speaking to them about, I keep speaking to them about their mum, that you've got to acknowledge your mum more than you do. I don't think you're doing enough. Mm. And perhaps I didn't do enough at that age as well. My dad wasn't telling me that I need to acknowledge my mum in it. Mm. But I'm doing that. You know, things like birthdays and just generally. So I must have said to them about three weeks ago, treat your mum with something small. It could be flowers or chocolates. Just to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. We don't have to wait for Mother's Day, are you? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. do something. You got mm -hmm. money, yada, yada, yada. Just do something, you know what I mean? Oh, two and a half, three weeks later, have they done anything? I haven't. No. Yay. You see, Yay. because it's your mum's... Remember, I always say this thing. Children will always take um, advantage of their mum because their mum is always, always there. there. And, exactly and when the dad comes back it's superman superman oh yeah. my god my dad is here because you don't see him all day i won't lie that's what my son's now at an age isn't it? he's gonna be 18 ne next week my you know my daughter's gonna be 12 man you know but my, my daughter's at an age where i'm still uh, considered to be the superman mm. do you know what i mean and see how long that that lasts for i keep on telling her this ain't gonna last long man i just got another year or so like <gasps> dad, leave, me alone. leave me dad i don't want to hug you no more mm. so, so when i do come I, I feel the warmth in the hug yeah do you know what i mean so um just just to add to that story um i also came to the house and then i had to sit down one-on-one -on -one with them and told them how disappointed i was you get me that you, this can't, this is not on. The same thing happened with her birthday. Like, why am I running up and down to sort this out? 
you guys are supposed to be doing it. So with their birthdays coming up next week and what I tend to do and what I have done in the past for my birthday, I think you've acknowledged it as one of you have done it or, uh, or, or even the both of you, is that you acknowledge your, your mum on, yeah. on your birthday. Yeah. You know, thanks for the nine months you carry me. All those pain and sufferings. Simple things, you know. So um, I asked them, do you know what you put your mum through when you were coming into this world? And I was surprised that their mum never told them. Oh, so the same way your dad never told you. Right. You need to start telling your children. So you told the whole world. Exactly. So I kind of said to, um, like, my daughter was there listening. And if you see the reaction in her face, she was like, whoa. Uh, there's, there's one gif where, who's the Keenan and Kel? Mm. I think it's the chubby one, mm. where he's kind of doing this facial expression where he's surprised at every single word that is coming out of the mouth. And that was the impression that my daughter had. Everything that I was saying, she was like, oh my God. Oh, really? oh. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, you was due to come where the water broke or she went into labour on day one, you didn't come until day three. You get me? That's mm. three days labour. Mm. My son was the same. Like, labour day one, day three birth. Neither one of you wanted to come out and that was three days of pain that your mum had to go through. Mm. And I kind of explained the idea of what uh, some women have to go through through labour, mm-hmm. where it could be like one hour you know, five hours, 10 hours, 12, 15, you know, maybe 20. But your mum had to deal with three days of this for you to come into this world. Like, you know what I mean? And not only that, I told my son, happy birthday. He said, but it's not my birthday, dad. You know what I mean? Like, my birthday is not for another, you know, nearly two weeks. I said, yeah, because you was nearly two weeks late as well. Mm. See what I mean? Mm. So there's all of these factors that they didn't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That like their mum just maybe thought, you know, I don't need to tell them. I've done my like, job, yeah, innit? I've done my bit. I don't know. But I told them, no, <clears throat> you need to know this. And this is what your mum had to go through that period of time, that nine months and then the extras. The extras. Yeah, extra time. You know, the firstborn was a decent pregnancy. She was at work all the way up until the eighth month, I think. Mm. And then um, my second born, you know, it was struggle throughout. So I was looking at my daughter and saying, yeah, that's what you put your mum through. So sometimes you have to acknowledge your mother. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Don't take her for granted. I know she's there and she's great and you know, and sometimes by saying it is nice, but sometimes the action, you know what I mean? Here or there would be nice. So, you know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You got, sometimes you got to put it on them. They're not, um, they're not five and six no more. They're of an age, especially the older to know and to be able to say, look, I need to acknowledge my mum. If your dad tells you to do it, then and your dad tell you to do it, then I think you should acknowledge that. Just the fact that somebody else has come to tell you and you said you agreed to that you should do it. And and my thing is, 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 is that we're trying to make them unlearn certain things in life. Yeah. Man-made traditions, yeah. specifically. Yeah. You know, the Christmases, yeah, the yeah. Easter's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Halloween was never a thing anyway, but um, Mother's Day even, mm. Yes. Society says that you must do that on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, don't wait for everybody else to tell you. Yeah, you should. It has know to come from, from within. Yeah, and I'm gonna encourage that and let you it never be. Know when, your, when Mother's Day might not come back round. Well, that's it. You get me. So, mm, you know, mm. the, the idea that you shouldn't take anyone for granted, and I always tell 
my son and my daughter that look, you know, I'm working hard, I'm doing the extras for you guys. You know what I mean? So I'm not asking for a pat on the back, but if I can't see you maybe this weekend, it's because of this. It's because I'm doing this, you know. And 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 they understand it, you know. There's sacrifices that mm. we have to go through as parents, and our parents had to. I think that they had to sacrifice more than what we are doing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, because I had this discussion with my dad and my mum yesterday, because they were t- we were talking about stuff to do with Nigeria and properties and yada yada yada. And I had to sit down and tell my dad because again, I was part of the conversation I was having before with my brethren. And I had to sit down and tell my mum that you do know. And my dad looked at me funny when I said it. I said. You do, my mom. My mom's person that will, um, what do they say, pat on back in a way. Mm-hmm. She don't. She understands. That. Let me not say pat on back. She she's happy with the results of certain things. So I was saying to my dad because he him was talking. I said, "Listen, let me tell you something. Yeah. No matter what you decide to do now, no matter what you decide you want to leave tomorrow for us or whatever. If something happens and you got stuff that you, let's say you leave us nothing, all of your children that's alive at the moment have got their own house." They've mm. all got well-paying jobs. Mm. Most of them have got children mm. that are also doing quite well. Mm. You've got grandchildren that's doing okay. Mm. You've got great-great-grandchildren that's doing okay. <laughs> you don't need to do anymore. Yeah, for real. I told him, you've, you've, done, you've, you've, you've done right. You've done all right. And he was just looking at me. But And I, at the time, I was thinking, why is he looking at me? But now, nah, I always forget, I have to forget that they've got a son that died. Mm. So they, that, that will always be a black mark against them in their, in their own way. Even though my mom said, you know thank god that you guys are all like that mm. but they don't have to do anything anymore as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. definitely you don't have to do anything but some of them don't feel that way they I always say if they were to mark their own homework when it comes to their child what would they give themselves as a mark yeah, were they giving themselves c's d's or were they giving themselves a's and b's and i don't know what they perceive to be a success but from what i can see for all of their children that they've got now You've done all right, man. You, you don't need to worry about it anymore. Do you know what I mean? But then, yeah, you have to understand what um, what sheet they're, me- they're measuring themselves against. This is the thing. So you're, from your point of view, they've done all right by the standards that you're setting. Mm. But you have to remember that their standards are from a different age. Potentially, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you might find that you, they're happy that you guys are successful or what have you, but they might have because of the, the hymn sheet that they were, they're singing from, they might have considered it to be a thing where one should be a doctor, one should be a lawyer, one should be a thing, well, one should be a thing. And if they haven't ticked off those kind of things. Engineer, you missed no, that. Yeah, I, I engineer, don't... yeah. If they haven't ticked off those things, I'm, I'm not saying that this is, this no, is no, the no, case. No, I'm saying... It's weird because they didn't really say that much with us. Yeah. But sometimes the grandchildren, they've said uh, they would still like one of us in the family to see? have this. You see what I'm saying? Um, and, I, and, I, and to me, that sounds like their their hymns so for me i i have to look at it from my my grandma's point of view mm. because my dad wasn't really wasn't really like that my dad was more of this he was like if i if you manage to maintain and be an upstanding person you don't bring the family name into disrepute mm. you're not no in, shame in the family name. you're not you're not on, <laughs> you're not in prison every minute or anything like that you're not a junkie yeah it's like i'm happy if that's if that's how you turn out, I'm happy. If you happen to be massively successful, like whatever it is you put your hand to or what have you, I'm even more happy. But as my standard, you don't bring the family name into this, you're not a drug addict. You're not doing untoward things. I'm happy. That's how, that's where his standard was. But his mum now, his mum, my grandma, from that, she's from the twenties. You get what I'm saying to you? So 
Yeah, he's at the twenties. Yeah, <laughs> she's from she's from the twenties, not so the twenty twenties, Yeah, the twenties. Yeah, the Yeah, so she's out here. Her standards are slightly different because everybody should have had a degree. Everybody should have had more than one degree. Everybody should have. Been, there should have been at least one doctor. There should have been at least one lawyer. There should have been at least one engineer. There should have been a banker. There should have mm. been like she's she's from that that era where those were the standards mm. and she will sit there and so you've got one one of my uncles um uh, uh is a, an economist um not by trade but by education so mm. he, he's got a degree in um, economics. economics yeah and then another one is an engineer um who's got engineering degree another one's in the arts now she didn't rate the arts <laughs> of course not until man shoulder that he's levels in the arts mm. and then it was like okay do you get what I mean <laughs> it's like okay that could be done they don't care about creativity yeah. Richard uh, do you know things there <laughs> so she's got one of them um, the girls did good do you get what I mean like I can't remember well one of them's in medicine kind of thing these uh, are your aunties and yeah, uncles yeah yeah. yeah one of them's in medicine the other one was a teacher and it's not even just that with the girl. Did they marry well? <laughs> oh, there's that as yeah. well. Do you get what Did I mean? Did they marry well? So there's that. So she's from that old school thing. So she would look at us as the grandchildren now and be looking for the doctor, yeah. the lawyer, and whatever. And there is none of that amongst us. But we're in a generation that that mm. doesn't necessarily mean none of that amongst us. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you, know, you know what it is? I'll tell you right now. Doctors have got like a bad rep with young people now, and not to say them as a as a people. They talk about long hours. Yeah. All of this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And the money that they're making doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make more money than a social influencer. D- depend, so, yeah. And you have to spend years and years and years and years studying and years it, yeah. studying it to do it. And then you might potentially drop out. And then when you become a doctor, how much money are you actually earning a year? Yeah. Like doctors probably on average, we should actually search. In the UK. Can you, can you, to- can you search the UK uh, doctors? But I'm going to say doctors on average a year probably earn maybe over 100,000. If you're a good GP. Oh, you're talking about GP doctors? Yeah. Because there's so many different types. Yeah, if you're talking about surgeons, this, that, and the other, maybe they might and still earn about that much money. You might not be that much more. Like on average, I'm talking about on average. Right? A GP. GP we're talking about. Oh, yeah. GP so, or... Right. Was, so, so there's no pay scale for a salary GPs. Uh, the minimum annual salary for a full-time salaried GP working 37 and a half hours um, or nine sessions per week in England is 62,269. That's the average. But that's the salaried one, yeah? That's the full salary, yeah. What do you say, the, the one that they said there is no cap for? He said, who's... You cap? said there's no cap for something at the beginning, the very first sentence no, you said. No, there is no pay scale for salaried GPs. So there's no pay scale. Okay, so you can but, go make as much money as well. Yeah, yeah. But the bottom is 62,000. Because they like, make money through different ways as well. Yeah. Like, so like drug... Drug um, uh, people. So if you make it money. as a GP, at minimum, you'll get 62,269. Yeah. yeah. So let's say that you're a good Start GP. Let's say that you're a good GP. Let's say that you're on 120 even. Contracts is at 120 a year. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it much less hours than, than uh, a GP does. Mm. Let's say that you're a very, very good GP and let's say you're on 200,000 pounds a year. Yeah. Again, wicked salary. No problem in that. If I'm a banker, I can earn more money than that. On a bonus. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. Right? I got more money than that on a bonus. Or if I'm a social influencer and I'm doing really, really well, I can earn much more money than that just doing a couple of of of, of um 
good things. I'll, like, I'll put banker in the list of those uh, of what our yeah. grandmas wanted. I don't, never, I don't really hear them say bank. bank. Like, like, more, more working in a bank yeah. than being maybe a banker, uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, or a trader or whatever. Yeah. They didn't even most of them even know, know the way it is. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, as I said, I don't. It's not something that um, the lifestyle that they don't, they don't show that lifestyle. Plastic surgeons now. Yeah, but hold on. Plastic surgeons now. Nah, that's a different kettle of fish because they're driving the Ferraris and this, that, and the other. You have to be careful. Also, though, um, is that in the UK, like doctors, don't get paid as well as in America. Mm. Amer- mm, no, nah, um, private doctors get paid, bruv. Doctors in the US earn more than three times as UK doctors. Okay. All right, because I think of the private thing, isn't it? Yeah, because they don't have any NHS. Yeah, yeah all their thing is private. Well, so yeah. Private doctors in this country earn money, bruv. And, and private nurses as yeah, well. Yeah, they earn money, money, money. But yeah, again, you, as I said, plastic surgeons in America, this America, you're going to see them most of the time. Yeah. They're caking up. Yeah, and, yeah. But, not only, but not only they're plastic surgeons, they're also social influencers. They've got their own programs. They've got their this, they've got their that. So it makes it a bit more of a, uh, of a you know, uh, a good lifestyle to, to, sh- to show the youth that you can do this. Yeah. Whereas, what, what do you have? Casualty? Do- doctors in the US <laughs> earn more than three times as much as the UK doctors. Quick comparison. Average salary in the US, $294,000. Average salary in the UK, 66000 So, So, yeah. so $290,000. Let's say that's about £230,000. Yeah. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah, around about there. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about this country, isn't it? It's, it gives this false sense of... Um, what's, what's, it's, it, they, I think this country sometimes has... What's the word or the term? Grand uh, illusions of grandeur. illusions of grandeur, grandeur, yeah, grandeur, grandeur, yeah. Just you know, I think that sometimes that they, you know, the Brits or the system of this country believes there's a lot bigger and better than what it actually is. Mm. So, so you are a doctor, you've got the same educational uh, uh, background, you get earned. So you've got uh, uh, the same amount of um, um, high grades. You go to Dubai, you go to the UK, or you go to the United States, and there's no doubt that the UK is going to pay you less mm-hmm. than everybody else. And tax you more. And tax you more. Plastic surgeon salary in the United Kingdom, average salary, 237776 That's what I said. Plastic surgeon now. Nah. Plastic surgeon. But then, plastic surgeon in the States, you're looking at a million. Yeah, they make a lot of money, plastic like, surgeons you know. in America. But as I said, Stupid plastic surgery, money. so there are different types of doctors. But then, do you want to? Then that comes into a moral thing. Do you want to be a plastic surgeon? Yada yada yada. You know how many more years and all that type of stuff. But it's not something that is for the youth to say. Yeah, I want to do that. It's not enticing anymore. So you're not gonna get a lot of people running around saying, Yeah, I want to be a local GP, fam. No. Dentistry. That's a lot. That's money. That's money. People don't know how much money dentists get earned, but they earn a lot of money. I'm sorry. A lot. I'm coming through with the stats here. Average salary range for plastic surgeon in the US. <clears throat> is between two hundred and ninety six thousand and six hundred and one thousand. So they've got a massive um, bracket mm, for you to make money. Anyway, so going into actually what you just said about delusions of grandeur and people segue, in segue. UK feeling a certain way because Steph said we have to touch on this, and I believe that you, you both would want to touch on this as well. Mm-hmm. What is this thing called? Is it Omicron? Omicron variant? Omicron. I'm oh, a variant, yeah. the new variant of COVID that has hit the, the shores of everywhere else. The Omarian variant. That, they, that they've, they've, <laughs> they've decided that has come from Africa. Mm-hmm. Even though it's been proven that it hasn't come from Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, 
so anyway, just to let you know, there's a new variant that's been hitting the UK anyway, called the Omicron, 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 Omicron. variant. Um, it's not meant to be as deadly as the other variants that's come in the past, but it's starting to spread and obviously you've been vaccinated. They're saying that this might not, vaccination might not affect this one, yada, yada, yada. You know, you might need to, you know, look at another method of, of getting this resolved. But one of the things that they're now starting to do in the UK is before they they'd removed like a lot of places from the red list. Now, there was only a few countries left on the red list beforehand. Mm-hmm. And most of it was clear. You didn't have to do anything. So it was like red or green now. There was no amber anymore, innit? Yeah. So everything you can have is go where you're going or if there's certain countries you can't go. But what we found out in the past couple of days is that, um, and this is why we're taking it more to heart maybe than before, they've put Nigeria on the red on list. On the red list, yeah. And they put a few other African countries on the red list as well, didn't they? Nigeria they, was one of the biggest ones. At the yeah, they, there was Nigeria, South Africa's on there. Um, what's that place? Zimbabwe's on there as well. Uh, I saw some list that had basically anything that's in that southern region, mm. pretty much. And then I've been putting the red list. So the red list means now that you can't just travel to the country without having to do a whole heap of tests. And then when you're coming back, you then need to um, quarantine for a whole heap of time. And it's just long. It's it's very, very much a deterrent for you to, to, to go to another country. Mm-hmm. Problem that we're having now, though, is that the variant that they have, this especially that they found in um, these regions, a lot of the countries that they they are putting on the red list have got less mm-hmm. <laughs> cases of, of, of that COVID, of, of, of that, that COVID than actually the UK and a lot of other places in Europe. Yeah, so you've got to then ask the question: Why are they doing this? Okay, I'm asking you the question: Why do you <laughs> think they're doing this? <laughs> Sorry, let me just clear up. The um, the there's six countries so far. So South Africa, Botswana, Lesotho, um, Eswatini. Uh, Zimbabwe and Namibia added to uh, the the red list along with Nigeria as well. Yeah, so just from the government website. So those are the ones, that whole southern area basically. I saw this um, little article posted by a friend of mine. So I'm going to uh, 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 kind of share that with you. He, um, it, it kind of, it doesn't show the guy's name to be honest, so I can't even afford it. But anyway, I'll read it quickly. It says, uh, once again, the world's media is reporting South Africa has a new COVID variant as if the variant started here and is infecting us all. Mm-hmm. Can I say this again more loudly for the idiot journalists at the back? South Africa has one of the most sophisticated and advanced infectious disease infrastructure on the planet. Some of the world's leading ep- 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 epidemiologists. Public, public enemy. Public enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word bro um on the planet we have something yeah. so they have the leading uh epi- epi- epidemiologist yeah uh, uh, work in south africa we've had to develop these capabilities to deal with tb and aids and other diseases ravaging our continent it is no surprise that our medical system is in the first sorry our medical system is the first in the world to identify new covid variants it is no surprise that we lead the world in clinical trials of vaccines. South Africa. By mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a surprise. For me, it's not. But it, it, this is what he writes. It is a surprise um, how lazy journalists write headlines. New COVID variant uh, found in South Africa. No, this COVID variant has been found in New Zealand, England, Brazil, France, Indonesia, and the Philippines and other places. South African scientists isolated, sequenced, and understood it first. Reporting that fact, but don't start all over again with putting South Africa as an unsafe place to be. 
Mm-hmm. You get me? So this is a, uh, 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 I don't, I, you know, like, like, just like I said, I couldn't really find out who this man was, but it all makes sense to me okay. what he said. So how much of this is a conspiracy? Sorry. I'm, okay, I'm going to come in a different avenue that I think commonly you are going to come from, yeah? How much of this do you think is an economic reason? That uh, is known that, uh, so I think Ghana's going to get hit some quite soon as well, that a lot of West Africans, when it's Christmas time, fly out, go to the, uh, Nigeria, Ghana, wherever, spend a whole heap of money down there, and then come back. How much do you think that some of that money they want to keep in the UK? They don't want you to go and spend all your money out somewhere else. I, f- I think in the grand scheme that it is a lot to do with um, finance and uh, economic infrastructure around certain countries. Um, I don't think that the tourism industry around December has is a major player in their decision-making. I've got to be... I'm not talking about the tourism. I'm yeah. talking about yeah, but all the money that you would spend on the turkeys, the presents, yeah, but that's, the that, this, that the has that in the UK. You're no longer going to do that. You might just that do that has, in Nigeria. That all has an impact because mm. the tourism in Ghana and Nigeria and other parts of the world um, kind of becomes even more prominent around the festive period, isn't it? So mm. obviously, yeah... If you stay here, you're going to spend more money here. But I'm just saying, I'm not sure that that has a major influence on their decision making. Okay, so what do you think is their major influence? I think there's a bigger picture with the World Economic Forum with this whole COVID thing. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm still trying to have an understanding as to what that is. And uh, I don't. I think that it's a lot uh, uh, deeper and a lot more sinister. Than, than some people are led to believe. Some some people are like, look, there's this COVID, um, it's real, it's affecting us, take the vaccine and just keep your mask on and keep it moving and stop asking questions. But you know me already, I think that there's a lot more to it than just um, a COVID and numerous variants that are not as deadly, according to some reports, as the um, original uh, uh, gangster that was COVID last March. <laughs> <laughs> Man called it OG COVID, you know. No, OG COVID is a different breed, bro. <laughs> OG COVID, OG, OG COVID, COVID, and young and young G Delta. <laughs> OG COVID, you know. See, Listen, what's up, young blood? I'm COVID. I'm COVID nineteen. You're just regular COVID. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you? Um, I feel like uh, with what's been going on with this, um, I can't help but think back to when we were dealing with OG COVID and I don't know if you guys remember, but before the outbreaks had actually um, been happening, the news report angle was very much, oh, this is going to devastate Africa. This mm-hmm. is going to, this is going to devastate the populations of Africa. Millions of Africans are going to die because of this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. It's this going to be the worst hit place. And I remember feeling a little bit uncomfortable about that because they weren't being very transparent on why they were so sure that Africa was going to be so badly hit by it. Now, most people would say, oh, it's obvious the medical infrastructure is not as good and da 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 But this country has never had to deal with Ebola. They've never had to deal with an Ebola crisis. And West Africa did that on their own. Mm-hmm. Senegal was was uh, was instrumental in, in their, um, their, their cures for 
or their their treatment for Ebola over there. So in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, you may assume that they're going to be worsely hit by this, but that assumption's a bit wild. Um, they, you know, you don't have to deal with malaria. They deal with malaria on a day to day basis. So how can you be so comfortable in saying that this, you know, this uh, coronavirus family flu is going to be that bad? So it made me uh, a little bit suspicious to think like, you know, for you to be able to identify a population that is definitely going to be devastating against. You, you weren't talking about Middle East. You weren't talking about India. You weren't talking, a, you're talking directly about Africa as a continent, all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're so sure you're either, it means that you're either, to me, you're either purposely making something to destroy those people or you know something about it that we don't. Now that it's come out, um, I've been reading some articles about it and they're saying, even CNN themselves have come through and said that the mystery around Africa's um, resilience to all of COVID, not just the strains, just all of COVID in general, because the numbers that are coming out of Africa are tiny to the point where they're now they're starting to say that there may actually be a link to malaria and um, COVID. Have, yeah, they did have that. The, yeah. the, the vaccination of malaria um, medicine, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Could, so, could be a deterrent so, for so, COVID. So they're saying that the numbers coming out of Africa are possibly so low because malaria is existent there and a lot of the population would have had um, contracted malaria at some point, taken the medication for the malaria um uh, as as you do and mm. that medication is also very very good against um cool. covid so there's that's what's coming out of cnn at the moment and they're saying that this is possibly why africa wasn't hit the way they expected it to be hit so for me once you already have this idea that there's a specific region that's supposed to be hit really badly by this i can't help but think that there's money involved do you get what i mean i can't help but think that you're, you basically were setting up like, yeah, these lot definitely have to buy these vaccines. They can't make it themselves, so they're going to buy it at the price that we sell it at. Then we're going to make a killing. That's what I think was initially happening. But now that uh, the numbers don't justify it and people are finding out about these numbers, it's becoming more and more difficult to do it. Because what they were doing, they were bending presidents and leaders arms around their back if you weren't taking the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. All they're kinds still, of... still doing that now. All kinds of, yeah, all kinds of non... Some of them are killed. Yeah, well, well some, all kinds of non-vaccine related stuff was getting, you know, impeached upon because you, yeah, you know, this is part of the deal. You either get the va- you don't get the vaccine supply if you don't do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. So to me, there's always a money thing more than more often than not. And I feel like this lock off that's happening with these countries is um, there's going to be some money element to it. I don't know how directly it is, but I see that there's going to be money to be made out of it somewhere. So yeah, I'm skeptical about why they're choosing that region, especially as Israel, Belgium, Netherlands, um, Italy, all have cases. And the UK. Yeah, and the UK <laughs> yeah. all have cases. Yeah. Um, I, I touched on the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Yeah, and I got to have a quick look as to why I did that. Because, yeah. yeah, I've done a little bit of research. And um, the Great Reset. Okay, yes, I've heard something about this as well. Okay, so to, I remember having a conversation with um, a sheep at work I call him the sheep because he's just the follower of all things you know until certain things are so blatant he has to ask questions in it but we have good back and forth you know it's a good conversation and I told him about the great reset you know, being, you know I told him about the great re- reset and the whole idea of the world changing and not being the same anymore yeah because of COVID and, and he thought it was just a conspiracy 
And I said, no, nah, this ain't a conspiracy, bro. This is what they're doing in our faces. And it is actually called The Great Reset mm. on the World Economic Forum website. Yeah. And when you go into, uh, when, when you do your due diligence and you do a little bit of reading on it, it's actually quite, quite deep. Do you know what I mean? The things that have come as uh, right after the first cases of um, um, of COVID-19, the first lockdowns and what have you, to me, I thought, I think, and I do believe that all of this has been a well-formulated plan mm-hmm. that is coming to pass and they're doing very well with their plan. You know what I mean? I, I, when I talk about conspiracies and things like that, I give these people props because they put a plan in motion and a lot of the times they will have a pie chart. If this doesn't work, they're going to go to this. And if that doesn't work, we'll go to that. If it does work, we'll go straight that way. And they plan meticulously for these things to work in their favor so they can put in the uh, uh, plans in motion. And a lot of the times it does uh, work out in the way that they want it to. Um, there was a lot of talk about economies crashing and Mm, mm. uh, um, um, uh, uh, recessions and things like that. Whilst these economies were crashing, um, the markets were going up and a lot of people were making a lot of money. People made money in COVID. In the the Forex market, Mm -hmm. shares and what have you. And to me, that doesn't quite add up and it doesn't quite make sense. Yes, there was a big drop. You look in any kind of um, chart, 2020 March, there was a big drop, but that was an anticipated drop Mm -hmm. for those who were in the know. Yeah, of course. And then it all shut up. Rich people, rich people made a lot more money. Rich people made money because rich people knew a lot of things that we didn't. Yeah, but the thing about it is, so you're not wrong, yeah. But I, I think, and this is kind of why on this particular occasion, I said to myself, I need to have some of this action. Yeah, the. Like the rich people that you're talking about, yes, they knew it was coming. They had a better sense of timing or what have you. But because of where we are now with uh, access to information, internets and all the rest of it, a lot of the, I won't say a lot, but you, you can gain enough information to be able to kind of participate at your level. Mm-hmm. It depends what you mean by I knew it was coming. Like, for example, when the original corona talks was happening and the original chance that we were going to be in a pandemic was happening. If you sit down on the sidelines, you know, okay, if we're going to go into a situation where we have a pandemic status, you go and look up what a pandemic is, what it means, what a medical pandemic is, what it means. And then you can make an assumption, okay, we're probably going to need equipment, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can get either the big end of equipment as in, ventilators and all those type of things or you can go on the minutia the things that are just going to be needed generally rubber gloves face masks uh um what else is there uh and then hand sanitizer for example so if you anticipate and you understand what a pandemic is and you can anticipate that it's coming you might want to put money in the companies that make those things Mm. because you know that there's a chance the world's going to need it it means extra contracts. It means extra things. The MPs did. 
But this is what I'm saying to you. The information was available to us as the, the normal people as well. Ooh, because I, don't know, I capitalized on, the, on on as much as I could. A lot of people capitalized on COVID. Yeah, but like you've got some of these uh, government ministers who have big shares in these companies that only were brought into existence no, no, just, just months prior to... 100% on mm. that level. I'm not saying that they, they're not crooked and I'm not saying that they, they shouldn't be held to account here. But what I'm saying is we're at a time now, like if this had happened... 10 or 20 years ago, I would forgive most people for being butthurt about it and not have had the opportunity to make something out of it or to at least take advantage of it somewhere along the line. But I'm saying now, the way that we have access to information and the type of information that's available, even if you don't have the precise date or time, mm-hmm. you we can look at a graph and say, okay, where was the company here? You get what I'm saying to you? And what's happening with the companies around it? So if you're that way inclined you have access to enough information to be able to say, okay, I can take a calculated risk or a calculated guess on this company or that company and then make money off of it. I don't, uh, Making money is not um, uh, the point I'm making though. Oh, it's, sorry. It's, yeah, it's um, in terms of the consumers within the um, uh, market. Because if we talk about Forex, for example, we're consumer traders. Yeah. Yeah, so... The amount of money that we make in comparison to the major banks and the major players is nothing. And that's why they don't mind us making this kind of money because it doesn't affect their money. Yeah, of You course. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So my idea of people capitalizing is, isn't really what I'm addressing here. It's, it's because the, the people like you and me are going to make that little bit of money or somebody who is a more experienced trader in shares and stocks and what have you and they're going to make a killing there's some people that I know at work like their family and some people they've made some good money mm. just because they've been very savvy and taken chances and things like that so yes uh, we as a people have made a, a little bit of money but I would say that most people haven't yeah in terms fair of, enough you know, I'd say that most people haven't but in terms of the whole global plan and the whole um the whole agenda uh, behind this uh, um, situation that we find ourselves in. I think that um, if the World Economic Forum is calling it the Great Reset, then we've got to look into what that reset is and have an understanding because they didn't just come out with that idea. I yeah. think I think it was something that was planned and formulated, you know, maybe at the beginning of 2019. I'd be interested I mean? to see how much influence China has on the countries that they've put on a red list. That's a very good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Well, so I'm looking at the UK government website now. Um, so this is the update as of fifth of December, as far as Nigeria is concerned. Um, and this goes into play from four a.m. Monday. So we're 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 recording on Sunday the fifth. It goes on four a.m. Monday. So from Monday it started. Anyway, the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office um, advises travel against. They've broken Nigeria down into states. So you, wow. yeah, you no travel at all to Bono State, Yobi State, Adamawara State, uh, Gombe State, Kaduna State, Katsina, and Zamfara. And then there is like the Delta, Bayelsa, Rivers, uh, Akwaibom, and Cross Rivers. You, you can't go there. Wow. Then they've got <laughs> um, advice against all but essential travel to Bo- Bauchi State, um, Kanu. Jagawa, um, Nigeria State, Sokoto, Koji State, and then 
within the 20 kilometer border of Niger and Kebi state and then Abia state. So that's my state. Can't go there. Um, no Delta again, Bielsa and River State, certain parts. How about Lagos? Lagos is in a green zone. And their neighbours. Um, so Lagos is in the green zone. Uh, Biakota, Ikeja, Akure, they're all there fine. Asaba's fine. The, what does this mean? The green it, zone it's, of what? The green zone means that you have to phone. So you have to you have to see separate travel advice. The other two places, one is don't go there at all. You can't go there at all. The next one is only go there if it's essential. And then these other ones, you have to go and do some next thing to find out if you can go there or not. So it's, it's amazing, it doesn't make it? sense. I mean, so I could go to Le- to Lagos now and I wouldn't have to isolate when I come back. That's or? what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know that's, how it's that's what They made it so complicated. Because my guy, one, one person I know at work was supposed to go and he's fuming because he can't go anymore. Or yeah, the whole my, idea my dad of coming was, back. My dad was upset, but he even said to me today, he goes... I'm going to have to think about it. Whether or not I'm going to be able to go back to Nigeria. <laughs> I said, said to Dad, calm down. Man. No, but you have to think about it. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the, the most uh, straight-headed uh, individual who is a consumer and a distributor of the blue pill would have to ask some questions, surely. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying mm-hmm. some questions have got to be asked about this mate it's a it, bit... it does seem a bit dodgy as to why those particular countries and why Europe seems to be so open for us to be travelling back and forth they did this last time yep. remember they was letting out everyone fly over to Europe you can go Italy you can go and then they just started saying oh okay so all of these cases seem to be coming from Italy all of these cases seem to be coming from this country in Europe this country in Europe bringing it back to the UK but yeah it's just the one that's far 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 you're telling the people they can't go the one that's next door, you can that, that people are flying there every so often. You was was, was causing fine. no problem. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. Yara bastards, yeah. <laughs> vagabonds, yeah. uneducated, uncouth bastards and goats. From the fifth of uh, December, twenty twenty-one, all outbound passengers are required to provide either valid evidence of full vaccination against COVID nineteen or a negative PCR test within a result within forty-eight hours of departure. International commercial flights resumed in Abuja and Lagos on the fifth of yeah, that's old news. Okay, so so, 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 you, so if you got you vaccine, you can go. Um, yes, come on, even even if you've got it, because what I'm saying is that if you've been double vaccinated, you could have it, but because you've been double vaxxed, you can go. I can go. <laughs> come on, Lagos. <laughs> I will see you. Oh, All right, hang on. So let's see. Uh, entry requirements. This page reflects the UK government's understanding of current rules for people travelling on a full British passport for the most common types of travel. The authorities in Nigeria set and enforce rules. Blah 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 blah. Of the country territory and travelling, you should also consider checking your pass, your transport provider. Yeah, Nigeria should ban us. Yeah, the High Commission has announced a redemption of all immigration services. Well. They should ban us. Other countries should be banning the UK long time. Well, they was, they was doing that at one point anyway. Where other countries were just saying, well, you you can say whether or not we're green or whatever, whatever you want, but you can't come in. And mm. that's because the UK was moving mad at one point. I want to see how interesting it's going to be this Christmas and how people are going to move this Christmas if they even try and smell a lockdown. It's not going to happen, by the way. There will be no lockdown this Christmas. All right, so let me give you the full thing, yeah? Prior to departure, all passengers travelling to Nigeria must register and complete the online pre-boarding health declaration at the Nigerian International Airport. Passengers arriving up to the 4th of December must 
have tested negative for COVID-19 within 17 hour, 72 hours of their departure to Nigeria and have uploaded their PCR test certificate online. From the 5th of December, passengers must be have tested negative with, uh, within 14 hour, 48 hours sorry, of their departure towards Nigeria. Passengers it's must, money, bro. Yeah, no. Pass- because Nigerians will pay it. Passengers must carry evidence of test and result when they travel. Only a COVID-19 PCR test is acceptable to Nigerian authorities. All passengers must also book and pay for a repeat PCR test uh, for day two of their travel in Nigeria at the Nigerian International Travel Port. That is going to be money, for real. Partially or unvaccinated passengers must also book and pay for a seven-day post-arrival exit PCR test. Evidence of test booking will be required on arrival. Oh, yeah, it's just full money. It's money, bro. On arrival, all passengers will be screened by the port health officials and be required to provide full contact details, including their address in Nigeria. Jesus. The Nigerian government has said it will closely monitor whether passengers are following the quarantine measures and conducting the repeat PCR. T- you do all of this just for you to go there and then Nepper takes light. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> The Nigerian government ain't treating none of these people for this, man. Quarantine yeah, requirements. Unvaccinated or partially vaccinated passengers must self-isolate for seven days on arrival until they receive a negative COVID-19 test from their seven-day PCR test. Wow. I know people that are going back often and have done, and they said that life is more or less, it hasn't changed. The only thing that you see is um, where you have to abide by certain things is at the airport. And at malls, when you go to a big shopping mall. Like in London? Outside of that, everyone's just going about their business. Like in London, some people are moving like this. Not, or I can't talk like I'm not one of them. Maybe like nothing is going on in London. Hey, yeah, you're one of them, yeah. You're just going about your business. I go about my business as normal. Mm-hmm. So what? You, so you're saying it doesn't feel like nothing. There's like, you don't see masks and faces and all those kind of things. Cause no, those... I see them, but it doesn't affect me no more. It is, no, it's normally for me to see a mask. The new normal. See it there? Boom, boom. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with I think people should wear masks regardless. I, used I don't to, think there's I used, anything. I, I used to wear one. I don't like, have a problem with that. On the underground mm. in so particular. So all you people that are screaming about masks, 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 you people are all disgusting and dirty people in this world, right? So mm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it was this podcast or somewhere else I heard that people had to learn to wash their hands because of COVID. Mad. So there's still people out there that was that was screaming bloody murder because people was washing meat. It's true, mad. Yeah, you know I mean, so as far as I'm concerned, I have no problem. Go and wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Yeah, in, in my working environment, um, I, I've always had an antiviral hand form. Always. Like, you know, every, yeah, because every, you, you every, got... everybody's known mm. Mr. Wolf has got this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that? that, Wolf's yeah, that's, that's Mr. Wolf's like, you know what I'm saying? So I would always have it. I'd always, my hands would be extremely dry. Yes. Because I'm washing my hands often. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm the kind of person that, We'll have a tissue on me. I'll use that tissue to push the toilet door. Yeah, why not? Open. Why not? You know. Yep. I'll use the uh, the tissue to maybe push the cubicle or whatever. You know, I'll get a separate tissue to turn on the tap. And then the tissue to turn it off. <laughs> and then the tissue to exit. And you are the reason and for climate then, change. And then I'm using the antiviral hand form again. <laughs> after I've washed my hands. So that was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Wash it, uh, cleaning my surface and in my office and you know have, have having my hand wipes and you know my surface wipes these things are normal I would like to social distance anyway when I'm walking on the street I would walk past a group of people and I'll hold my breath 
I don't want to take in your. I don't want to take in your air. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to breathe your secondhand air. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would. I would hold my breath. Especially during the winter months because I don't want to catch your cold. Mm. Yeah, you understand? Yes. So that's just how I used to, that's how I did anyway. And that's how I do. So in terms of going about my business, I'm going about my business. When when a train is packed, I would wait or I would go back to come back or to come forward because I don't want to be on a packed train standing in front of some guy, you know, who stinks, you know, mm. who's breathing down my, the, you know, the back of my neck and allow it, man. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's go with COVID. Yeah, for real. Go on. What, what, what are we saying about Barbados? Hey, kind of, I don't know. They mm-hmm. are a brand new republic, brother. Oh shit! They dethroned the queen as head of state. Oh, I didn't know that. You're... When did this happen? This happened. Oh, what's the date? What's the date? Is it last week or this it, week? It was last week. I can't remember the date, but it happened last week or so. And um, yeah, they said to. The the monarchy latest 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 latest. I've seen a couple of of. What, is Rihanna gonna be the new head of state or something? No, no, they've got <laughs> they've got serious. Don't do that. Don't do that. Sorry, Beijing. Sorry. <laughs> the Beijing is in the background. You know what I'm saying I do apologize. So um yeah, so they've they've not really. Thirtieth of November. Mm. So Barbados transitioned from a parliamentary constitutional monarchy under the hereditary. Monarch of Barbados to a parliamentary republic with a ceremonial, indirectly elected president as head of state. I wonder what made them make the change because I know I haven't really read up about it to see whether or not they they, was, they've they, been fighting for it for a long time. Seriously, yeah, for a long time. Fighting with who? That was well, this the British, isn't it? Well, how can you fight? This is what I'm saying. In this day and age, people are still trying to tell me, yeah, I can just yeah, I rule your country still, fam. Yeah, so she, they've been fighting with for a long time. That's it's it's a long. It's been a long time coming. Somebody was saying, um, um. It was actually a Jamaican person that said it that that they always used to abuse the Bayesians. Yep, call them little England and all yeah, them yeah. kind of thing. There, but, but it's them that seems to be the one that's run off to to, to yeah. separate themselves. Yeah, and that Jamaica should be ashamed that these lot have done it before them. Yep. So I find it quite interesting that in the Caribbean that obviously you still got these um, states that are are very heavily with the Queen. I'm not not too sure whether or not a lot of West Africans and Africa as a whole has given up their their. Right, they're all um, democratic. Is, is it was it um, democratic states now or something? What's the term? Mm-hmm. Republicans. Rep- you see, it's a, they've become a republic. Okay, republic. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever they are now. Yeah. Okay. Either I way, f- I thought it was democratic. I state, it was democratic. But either way, it, I don't know. Either way, whatever they are, they are that now. Mm-hmm. They've, they've relinquished their the the link to the queen. Mm-hmm. Even some of them have even removed themselves from the Commonwealth. It's certain, some some of them, yeah. Things, but not all of them. Some of them still stay there. But um. I find it interesting that there's still people in the Caribbean that have this. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't even think about Bayesians being underneath the monarchy. I didn't even think about it. It's not something that was my in my thought pattern. Most and of the t- Caribbean, yeah. I never really think about it. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think about it. And t- I know obviously Jamaica still, mm. but I don't think about it. But even the fact that Jamaica's still under the, uh, underneath the the monarchs, yeah, Mm-mm. and they're pushing people to go back home like they're fucking yeah. uh, immigrants, it's still upsetting me. Even f- it makes me even more upset. Yep, Jamaica, Saint Lucia. Um, or oh, Barbados used to be there, not there again. Um, I can't remember if Trinidad's there. I don't think so. So, what do you think about this situation? What do you, what's your thoughts on it? I'm happy, man. I'm happy because, like I said, they've been it's it's been a conversation that's been going on for a long time, and for me, it takes just one, isn't it? And once that one goes through, the momentum is supposed to carry through the other dons. If it is, if it is indeed something that they want and feel to be essential and needed. What do you think the impact is on the country as a whole, though? Um. There is this impact is going to be hard to measure. I feel like it's a a, a matter of citizen pride. 
Mm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of healing to be done now as as well because now you're it's significant as a statement to say you know this monarchy it's not our monarchy is it really and it hasn't been our monarchy from a longer time ago still and if they really are talking about being ashamed of a lot of the things that they've done in the past or what have you then they should be able to relinquish this relationship in a mature way. Do you get what I'm saying to you? And allow us to be self-sufficient. Easily and quickly. Did you hear yeah. what William said the other day about Africa? No, what did he say? That they, it's yeah. overly populated and they need to calm themselves down. Is that More what he less, said? Yeah, that it's affecting wildlife or something like that. The, not, not, not them guys down there shooting all the, every, every, every blood clot animal they can fire with, with their rifle. Not them. Yeah. Not elephant tusks and stuff that they're all trying to smuggle into from different countries and out in and out to Europe. Not that. Not all of the hunting that they go and do, they actually pay to go to Kenya to do hunting. No, 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 that. It's the everyday Africans that's making food for themselves that it's causing the problem and it's affecting all the wildlife. Yeah. Either, you know what? Anyway, let me know. It's moving mad. <laughs> but this, this, I always find it interesting when I see somebody removes themselves of the, you know, underneath the monarchy and I always think to myself, when are people in England going to decide, oh, look, I know other parts, so the reason I'm saying England because other parts of Britain have already been begging for them to be removed under, under you know, under yeah. the rule of the monarchy. Yeah. But when do you think people in England are going to say, you know, what, what do I need you for, bruv? Like, Lizzie. I think when Lizzie goes, it's going to be, a lot of people are going to start looking at the monarchy and be like, what? That's the big talk right I don't, now. I don't really think I need William, you know? That's the big talk and right Charles now. And Charles ain't really doing nothing for my life. That's the big talk that's happening right now. So, a lot of um, the royal correspondents and stuff have been talking about um, the next in line, uh, the ascendancy or whatever, because uh, apparently, Charles has been the longest um, monarchy in waiting or whatever yeah, they yes. call it. 70 years has been the longest one in waiting to become the next thing. And the polls in the country suggest that William is probably more suited to the king role than Charles is as far as the public is concerned. I think both of them are not really suited to it. Yeah, no. So overall, there has been a decline in the love for monarchy and the need for monarchy. Overall, there's been a decline. But in a poll against... Charles and William, William's winning massively. Like people are thinking that they don't really, they wouldn't really get behind Charles as a, as a, as a king. Let me ask you a question. Go on. Because we've had a queen for so long, yeah. and even before the queen, I think the king wasn't there for that long and there was another queen. Like most of the time when you think about mon- uh, monarchs, you think about Queen Victoria, you know, Queen Elizabeth, then you have some of the old kings like King Henry VIII, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Do you really think at this present moment in time that that role of, of head of state in the monarchy, yeah, do you really think it looks like a man role at the moment? I don't think it does. What do you mean as a man role? Like, do you, do you people still see it in our generation as a man's role? Well, to be king. King or queen. Like, in this country, we only know, you've, you've only known a queen. Mm-hmm. I've only known a queen. You've only known a queen. Yeah. And most of the generation, I've only known a queen. Yeah. Do you think they still see it as, yeah, this is a king's behavior, king's role? This is a man's role? It's interesting because we've, we don't have that thing do we we don't have that knowledge of it of yeah. a king ruling yeah. ruling this state do you still see it as that I don't I don't I don't see I don't I cannot see anyone on that throne but that woman yeah but yeah that's only because that's all that we've known you know what I mean like if you know I'm not trying to wish death on anybody but if she was to die tomorrow Many then, men. <laughs> and Charles was to be king I don't think anybody would look at that and think well, hey, that's not really a position that makes sense for you to be in to be honest I think a lot of people say that about Charles 
Not because he's a man, just because of his status, maybe. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that if he was to go in tomorrow, that no nobody would consider his um, gender to be a thing. I would love to speak to people that have a, a feminist mindset, like a, maybe an ultra-feminist mindset, and what they think about how the Queen has potentially either helped or hindered feminism. Van by me again? I would like to know or speak to somebody that is of a like a feminist mindset how they believe that the Queen has either helped or hindered feminism. Helped or hindered. I don't... <clears throat> She's the most important person in this country. To his... To the... Well, to the, everyone supposedly. I don't think she is though. I think the majority she is. I don't think that's a majority anymore. I don't think it's a majority. You know, if if I if, think you're thinking of very London-based thinking. No, I think that she's well respected, and you know that she's very much well loved by the uh, Brits and also the those who are in the Commonwealth. You know, there's a lot of Jamaicans that love of the royal family in the Caribbean and the Africans as well who love of the royal family. Um, but I don't think they consider her to be the most important woman in the country. Maybe if they give it a really okay. Good so who, who does people think is the most important person in the country? I don't think that they've ever given it a thought, and it really. And I don't even think that they care. Okay, you get me. I think that the way we are now in this country is just so focused towards um, making money and surviving that the monarchy is just so far behind um, their trail of thought for them to even have a consideration or even care about it. I find that interesting that you don't think that people care about who they think is the most important person in this country. I think most people consider their mothers maybe or maybe a member of their family. Yeah, to them, but I'm talking like about to the country. I didn't say to you, I said to the country. If you're black and white, then she is then. So yeah, it's a very you interesting I mean? role to have. And how much has she pushed or hindered feminism? Because having somebody that powerful, she should be able to be pushing it forward. She should be giving them... I don't I don't think that she's done anything. Mm. Maybe just her stature alone is enough for maybe a feminist to feel like I'm empowered by her presence. I but, I, but I don't think that she's said anything with reference to her being a woman in that position of power, which it is. And people must not underestimate the power of the Queen. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie. And I think that people do. Yeah. A lot. Lizzie does. When Lizzie gets busy, yeah? Listen. I know that rhymes, but still. Sorry. I'm com- just coming back to what you said about William saying that Africa's overpopulated. I just did a quick search to look at uh, population in African countries and most importantly, looking at population density because that is the measure of the number of people uh, by the amount of land mass that there is. So when people talk about overpopulation um there seems to be a kind of mismatch of the ideas it's not overpopulation from the point of view of there isn't enough space for all the people Mm. it's overpopulation because the systems that we have in place uh within society uh agricultural systems and all the rest of it the way they're currently set up now isn't enough to feed everybody because we have this thing about eating fruits out of season eating food out of season and all the rest of it, that infrastructure cannot keep up. If we were more conscious with 
how we consume what we make out of the earth, then population thing wouldn't be a problem. But anyway, I'm looking at population density. Population density of the UK is 281 people per square kilometer. Yeah. I looked at the Africa list. There's only five places in Africa that have a higher population density than the UK. Exactly. And what are those five countries? Um, really small. So yeah, Rwanda's one of them. Um, uh, where is the other one? Okay, Rwanda. Yeah, Rwanda's got... Um, Burundi's another one. Okay. Um, and then the next one, Mauritius. And the, the one that I've never even heard of before. Um, there's one called Reunion. Reunion. I don't know where that is. A country. Yeah. And then another one called Comoros. I don't know where that is. Hmm. Yeah. So there's, the, the, there's like, yeah, there's about five, maybe six countries that have a slightly higher density than the UK. Anyway, they just said that one there was just Even Nigeria, 226 uh, people per, per um, kilometer squared. And the UK is 281. I said he was taking the piss. It's rude. Anyway, I don't know if you've got anything that anyone else will talk about. No, the Gaza is the Gaza. Have you got anything that you want to talk about? Um, nah, bro. Um, no, no. Why do you say like that? <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, because I've always nah, got bro. something to talk about, but I, I'm probably not going to remember until I'm on my way home. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what it was. Well, I'm not, I, I don't really have... T- today's topics was very stretched. There wasn't really much to discuss, so I, or not, not many things that I could think about anyway, so... I think we can we can wrap it up. I don't see any problem with us wrapping it up. 54 countries in Africa. How many do you think that you can name? Out uh, of the 54? I would say for me, maybe it's about 45. Maybe. I don't know if I can remember. I don't know if I can name that many. I was going to say 25 for me. Because those, you mentioned yeah. that country. I've there. never heard of them I've before. I've never heard of that country. I've but never I've heard of them before. Never heard of it, man. Hey. Feeling this, I'm feeling this. I mean, it's house music in the background. Quick, yeah. name some. Quick, name some. Yeah, African countries. Um, oh no, let's go to Nigeria first. One, Niger. Two, Congo. Three, Congo Brazzaville. Okay, yeah. yeah. Four. Uh, uh, then you've got um, Central African Republic. Five, Senegal. Six, um, uh, uh, Ivory Coast. Seven. Cote d'Ivoire. I should, yeah. I should call them Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, Burkina Faso. Yeah. Eight. Uh, Botswana. Nine. Yeah. Kenya. Ten. Uh, Morocco. Tunisia. Twelve. Uh, Egypt. Thirteen. Then down to. Yes, you disrespected Zimb- one country very heavily. Bro. Zimbabwe. Yep. Togo. 15. I'm leaving them to last. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would not ban them anymore, but anyway. 15. Ghana. Yeah, 16. <laughs> um, then uh, Zimbabwe, South Africa. 17, 18. Mm, Madagascar. If I mention uh, Botswana. You've mentioned it already. Soweto. Yeah. Soweto is a town, Swe- isn't it? Yeah. In okay. South Africa. Yeah. Madagascar. Uh, yeah. 19. Go Tanzania. 20. Go on. Mozambique. 21. Yeah. Uh, Guinea Yeah Guinea Bissau Yeah uh, 22 Damn Oh it's really free sorry I'm struggling you know How many yeah, you meant yeah. to go up to? How many? Yeah, well there's 54 all together uh, right there. I'm stopping this podcast before we see it <laughs> <laughs> Anyway so uh, Let's say our good nights Let's say our good nights I'm going to start off with Mr Wolf Hey what's going on um, My daughter sent me the trailer to Spider-Man 
And for those that know me, Mr. Wolf don't watch trailers for films that I'm interested in. So, um, yeah, she's interested in watching that film. I'm going to go watch it with her. Hopefully next week. Um, I've got my ticket if book, not, baby. If, if not, it'll have to be the week after, but we're definitely going to touch that. And it seems like I am partly responsible for turning her into a trainer head. Oh, mm. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Well, it's not a good thing, bro. That damn policy. <laughs> <laughs> because I bought a couple of trainers in it. Mm. And then I think it was the last trainers that I bought her that just kind of made her thought, oh, I'm feeling these. So I bought uh, a pair of Jordans, a pair of Jordan mids, a Jordan 1 mids. And you see me, I don't know the names of these trainers. Hey, girls bro. have got these Jordan because they, they still make them in girl sizes and children's sizes. Right. I don't know the names of these, but I've started to learn. And I've got friends who are very much into the buying and selling. Yeah. I know that you guys are not, you and your brother are not in it. You're yeah. just about, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm an, I'm just I, buying them thing And wearing them. Listen, I don't respect the buyers and sellers. No, but the thing is, is, is that these guys that I know is that they'll buy two and then sell the one. Yeah. So the same way you're accumulating your... No, no, I don't your, respect them because what they're doing is stopping people from being able to buy things that they only want. Like myself. So mm-hmm. this is how it is. This is the market. I can't change it. It's like she wants these... Uh, Jordan Air One mids in a different color, and I'm. I said to my brother, "Hook me up. I know that you're you're the guy." And he said, "Bruv, you can't get them." He sent me a photograph with the price. Well, nearly three hundred pounds. Yeah, you can't get them. The the thing about with Jordan Ones, yeah, is Jordan Ones, Jordan Fours, right? Jordan Fours is, is another pair that she would like. Yeah, you can't get them. You can't just go into Foot Locker and buy them. But you can only if no kids can. Adult men can't. There's no Jordan 4s that are just sitting there on the, mm, on the shelf. Mm. Right? Jordan 1s they have, but they only have one particular colour. Mm. Right? And it'll be whatever colour that is at that time. And when it come in, it'll be gone. It's gone. And then you've got sneakers, sneakers.com, where you can bid for them. Yeah. Or whatever you get in a raffle and then you can see if you get them. But again, they're only certain colours. Mm-hmm. And again, are you willing to pay those prices for those for those trainers? Like I could get uh, like the Jordans that I got are about 65, 69. And that's kid, or, kid or, or trainers. Something like that. But That's a lot you, of money for you, kid trainers. Yeah, you go into StockX. I've downloaded these new apps. Wow. StockX sneaker. And you're looking at like for a pair of Jordan 1 mids. It's about, they start from like 180 quid. Go find yourself and go and have a look for a pair of uh, Travis Scott's. Let's look for Nike. This Travis Scott's, there's different versions of different types of Travis Scott's. Let's see how much they'll cost. A lot. See how much they cost. <laughs> as I was saying, there's all these madness. And you want to look at particular Jordans with certain colours, schemes as well. You're looking up to something. Some of them come up to ground. Like the, the new, um, okay, RIP to Virgil. Yeah. Uh, Virgil Abloh. Uh, shout out for Ghana. Yeah. That's one of their, their own. Not many people have mentioned Ghana when they talk about this guy, but he's mm. Ghanaian. So respect the fact he's Ghanaian. You get the same. Right? So if you now look on the, on those stock X things and look for some of the off-white Air Force Ones, off-white oh, oh. Jordans, off-whites, this. The money's gone. Bruh. The money's Bro. gone. The Bruh, have. The money's gone. It's yeah, gone clear. Right. Tens right. of thousands. Yeah. And thousands of pounds to be able to get those. So off-white. 500 pound minimum, I, I see here, and then it goes up to. Was like, that the Travis Scott's or the. Yeah, or? I'm looking at 1600, 2000. It's for the Travis, yeah? Yeah. Mad. Eight, 800 pounds, and they look lovely. So they, they, they got the reverse tick. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so anyway. So yeah, I mean, the thing is that what she's doing is that she's being smart in it. She's putting them up on her WhatsApp status. To sell or to wear? Oh, to, to tell him what was he wants. She wants to <laughs> ah, I love it. She's yeah. already telling to that type of woman. Oh, man. My wife does them types of me. She'd be like, 
it's like sometimes she'll send me something and I'll be like, oh, I don't like these things. I'll be like, mm-hmm. what do you like? What do you not like? Yeah, what do you so, not like? But that's it, man. Yeah, birthday settings over the next week and that. And um, yeah, it's an expensive month yeah, for do them, anyway. Do them, do them ones and do them fours. And then what's the name made it even worse, man? <laughs> what's his name? We give us Stormzy. Oh. It's made it even worse. Why? Because they went to go publicize it even more. So oh, then everyone yeah, wanted yeah, to do the yeah, ones yeah, and do the fours. Even why Air Force Ones are so difficult to get these days in certain yeah, like they run out of yeah. stock of that quite often. Like I've been going into Nike and it's empty in certain places as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of problems with stock in Nike. But anyway, chat out your daughter because I like the fact she she knows what trainers you know, mm. are wearing. Yeah. But allow your dad, bro. You can't be listen, I was just having this got this that's where I just came from. One of the guys was talking about he, he had um one of the boys I was talking to him, he had Jordan he had Jordan ones and his sister had some Jordan. I was like, You lot are just getting this like a like they're nothing. And I was like, he's, but he's older now though, so I can't really talk to him about that. But I was saying that like, when we was young, like one boy had Jordan fours in my school and it was like he was a king because no one could afford that, but his mum was young. Mm. So she understood the importance of these trainers, innit? So she bought it for him. But I'm like, you guys are wearing these things like they're water. There's mm. no way in hell that we'll be able to do that. No way. I was even telling my niece yesterday about um, how it, the most important, I think the best thing that, about their generation that she has is that they, um, they're they able to um, basically wear things from Primark. Like for me, that's amazing. Mm. That's amazing. Like we would never be able to wear CNA stuff mm. to rape. Are yeah, you mad? Like, nah, like are you true. doing but if, but, to CNA. but if your footwear is nice then it's all good you get me you say that but yeah you still you still want to be able to wear gums and people will respect them gums if 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 they got a Primark or H&M jacket it, it, and people know that it's Primark or H&M then it's not, ain't, not big ain't nobody not big care thing. but they're looking at your crap they do look at your crap right anyway sorry so, no that's it yeah 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 that's the little thing that I wanted to talk about uh, Liberia Togo Burundi, Mauritania, uh, Tunisia. I mentioned them. Malawi, Mali, Chad. Mm. Are you really just gonna go through with it? Sudan, South Sudan, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Kenya, Uganda. Uh, You said Botswana already, didn't you? Mm. Um, I'm just trying to reel off the top of my head. Did I say Gambia? Yes. No, I, don't, I don't remember, so that's what I said. I can't, I can't Cape, tell you. And, and Cape Verde. Anyway, yeah. I just thought I'd throw something. Yeah, no, nah, some, someone. That, I, is, that, is, that was his kill list back in the day. I remember someone <laughs> asking me that same question. Yeah. And, I, and at the time, I must have got about 40 something. Yeah. Maybe because mm. my mind was clear. Namibia. Angola. Probably, you probably bust not that day. You know, like that. Probably did. Anyway, um, <laughs> my recommendation this week is. Uh, Marvel's What If Oh my god I heard about that oh. I, I, I don't understand Why you find that so special By the way Oh my god It's just alright I heard I'm a man that watches DC animation All the time And I will tell you From day That DC animation Has been head and shoulders Above all of them Yeah mm-hmm. This What If Proper things Have you watched Titans Proper things um, Teen Titans No Titans On uh, DC mm. Titans um, I feel like I have I can't remember Go watch Titans It's on Netflix Go and watch Titans It's not, com- it's not c- cartoon That's a normal programme But I don't feel that programme Gets the respect it deserves Titans is bad mm. Titans is bad Are you, I know you and your dad Are going through things Yeah we're going through things right? Go watch Titans Titans alright we'll Okay see. But is, is is What if better than um, The one on Invincible No Invincible No No because Invincible is bad. No, no. <laughs> Invincible is bad. What yeah. if for me is not even special, bro? Nah, what if it's good, man? It's good. I read the comics. So that's for me. It's not special. It's good. Mm. And it, 
the acting in it is good as well. The animation is. The, the, I like the animation style. That's what that's what's selling Maybe, it a lot for me as well. Enough. Watch it. Watch watch mm-hmm. what if. Mm-hmm. Anyway, at Simple Simon FB on Twitter. Don't have Instagrams. Guys, I say forever. I like inside the foundation. You can catch me on Instagram on AKA Mr. Wolf. Twitter AKA underscore Mr. Wolf. Okay. Ladies, baby. I am Big Wahala. You catch me at Big Wahala on Instagram and Twitter. You can catch us collectively at esnpodcast at gmail.com our email. At G, uh, ESN Podcast on all our social medias. Hashtag ESN Pod if you want to have a discussion with us. Plug it. My plug this week is Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a film that has been made in the oh, UK. Yeah, I've seen that trailer though. Yeah, I watched, right. I watched I watched the uh, showing before it came out and like the, the release one. So I watched like the unlimited showing. For I am special. No, because I've got a limited card. So anyone that could watch it's it. It's got, got that girl that I fancied. It's got it's got uh, Zizi Mills. No. And it's got Ayo. Uh, uh, what's her name? Ajala. Yeah. Aja. Aja. Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Zizi Mills. She's she's that one there is a bro- is a proper spice man. Who? Zizi Mills. No, no, not Zizi Mills. The <gasps> one from um, the one from uh, uh how, how to get away, away with murder. Yeah. Her name is Aja something yeah, it's something King or something like that. What was Aja Naomi King, that's it. Yeah. All right, so she's in there. You got Robbie G. Shout out Robbie G. I saluted him in the, in the building. You don't even absolutely absolutely Robbie G because Robbie G's been in every blood clot thing for a long time, and it's good to see him in films and stuff. He was in Wonder Woman as some random security guard as well. Wow. But anyway, shout out Robbie G. He's in there as well. And the film looks good. But though. the film is actually directed and um, written by Emil Amin. Yeah, I remember him. I forgot. I mean, I mean, I forgot what he what film he was in, but he was in a what film was he in that that was um he was in Yardi. Okay. He was in Kidhood. That's it. He was in Kidhood and Adulthood. He was like one of the main characters in that. But um yeah, so he 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 wrote and directed the film, and he's in it as well. Yeah, and he's he's the main character, and I can say that he did a very very good job. I said that I enjoyed the film. There are bits of it I don't like. There's like there's a lot of African stereotypes in there. And I was like, oh come on, man. You still you still doing these stereotypes mm. now. But the film I found was quite entertaining. I find it quite funny. It was nice to see people like ZZ Mills in the film. ZZ Mills. Because like, he went out there and he used people, you know, he could have gone and maybe put, you know, Philip Schofield in the film. One of them girls from the girl group is in there. Yeah, so. one the girl from um, Little Mix. Yeah, the lead, the, like she's one the, of the lead characters. The mixed race one. And that's actually mixed race. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the lead characters in, in, in um in the film as well. But yeah, it was a good film. I think that um you should go and support UK cinema, so go and watch it. Also go and watch Pirates. I have not watched Pirates yet, but that is um um season Reggie Yates film Pirates okay and it's about um, a group of young boys going to go to their New Year's Eve yeah right? I've oh. seen that trailer I saw that trailer a long time ago yeah so try and watch that, try and watch that as well because again that's another UK cinema black UK cinema I can't lie that the trailer just reminded me of the man them going out back in the day yeah and I think that's what it's based on like him, even when it was going into the, like there's a bit of the trailer where they're going into the shop to go and buy tickets from a record shop yeah remember like, back in the day we had to be to go and get tickets from a record shop now these youths are going out in their um, in their higher purchase cars and their finance cars brand new and we had our little bangers that we gave names to bro. you get me this <laughs> is what they're driving a banger to get to the rave Mad thing. The but D- anyway and the girls will love you same way mm. DRT the red thing the red thing boy stab the red thing boy <laughs> Wicked car. Oh uh, man. Anyway, shout out everyone that, that that can go out and watch those UK films. Go and support UK cinema, especially UK black cinema. And that's my um recommendation. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and almost more insects. Remember, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. It's like for life. Guys, I always say forever. Uh-huh. I like the foundation. Bang 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 bang. bang, 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 bang. bang.
big tune. I just wanna talk to you. 